0: Well,
1: it's just after I see a movie, I like to go get a piece of pie and talk about it. It's sort of a little tradition I have. Do you like to get pie after you see a good movie? Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today is Luke and (laughs) Ralph. You know, in my head I almost said followed by and I don't know why and came out. Anyway, this is episode number 187, The Police Code Procedure for Murder. The violence. And a movie that stars uh, Samuel Jackson from the 90s, is it? 90s? Is that a 90s movie? Yeah, it's sounds 187. About
0: it sounds 187?
1: Yeah, right. I remember some things about that movie. I remember really <laughs> digging that movie, and no one's ever talked about it ever since that year. <laughs> you know, like no one's ever mentioned that movie. Again. <laughs> anyway, uh, you can find this episode and all of our episodes at otherpodcast.com, not to mention wherever the hell you listen to us from uh, app-wise, uh, iTunes more likely. Um, but some a lot of people do like using the website directly, like on their browser, I guess. I never never listened to a podcast in my life that way, but people do that. That's a thing people do. Um, anyway, and over there, you can see, uh, as we're about to close down, this episode closes our most recent marathon of parodies. Our parodies marathon, our spooftacular season, spoofness. Uh, they don't mean the same thing, but they almost mean the same thing. Anyway, and uh, check it out with uh, today's final, the the, fa- the finale of it. But uh, we did the, how many more? Five more before. So uh, check that out at otherpodcast.com. I almost forgot that word. Anyway, uh, Luke. Yo. Anything new with you? Honestly, not really. Just uh, some construction going around.
2: So it really sucks because there's right. dust everywhere. Right. And it's like everything I own is just layered in dust right now. You try to have clean, you been uh, sneezing? I have a air purifier going on at full blast. <laughs> and it's linked to a air quality meter thing. So when it gets to a certain threshold, it, even, it kicks
1: it up. Hmm. I so saw it's been non stopping. Yeah.
0: It goes up to 11
1: goes up to 11 doesn't that's the movie you missed it's funny i know i think um all right that sounds terrible i know you also have to leave the house for a while right like leave where you yeah are.
2: that's not gonna happen yet but i right now like in the morning they show up so fucking early so i have to like get up get all my stuff together and then like i just go to work an hour early now just just to avoid it
1: really hmm. yeah they're gonna think you're so productive for a while <laughs> like, i'm overtime. overtime yeah right uh, all right. What about you, Ralph? Anything, anything new you want to share or mention?
0: Um, <clears throat> no, nothing crazy. I've just been watching. Well, there's also construction going on in the house. Um, really? Yeah, the bathroom is getting redone. Not mine, but hmm. the one downstairs. And um, so there's like the doors are left open and unlocked. Hmm. Okay, all, all day. You mean and, like the main door to get yeah. into the house, not yeah, like yeah.
1: not like the bathroom
0: door, yeah. You know? No, no, no. no. Right. So, like, it's, like, the back doors, like, where I come through. So, I'm just, like... But what are you... Are you guys in Canada or something? Because you're not. Well, this because they're so in and out. They have to come in and out of the house. There's no point in, like, locking a door to unlock no, it. No, I so. know. I'm, I'm kidding. I get why they're doing it, but I'm just, like, it's annoying. So um, drafty. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no, it's annoying because, also, like, I came home. I like to come home and shower after work. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, the water's cut. I mean, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> I need 48-hour notice. Yeah. I'm like, well, when, no, they turn it on, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, that day. Was, yeah, right. that day so. I'm just annoyed. But besides that, I've um, been watching some stuff around uh, with Leo. Um, I'll talk in one of the reviews later. He saw part of the movie with me um, for our marathon. And, he, uh, and oh, I was okay. giving him all the where it all came from. Like um, the origins of the jokes? Correct, uh-huh. yeah, origins okay. of the jokes, yeah. Oh, the references, yeah. you mean? Like, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then same with, uh, we've been watching, we like slowly watching more like Halloween movies around, or like style, Halloween style or something like that of just gothic or things of that, like with Beetlejuice and with uh, uh, more Tim Burton movies that we've been watching as well. Uh, I
1: would say yeah, Tim Burton is a good uh, stepping stone.
0: That's what I said too, right? For okay. horror, I think so.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's good at stop
1: motion people. No, I mean just Nightmare Coraline,
2: her. and that's not that, him either. No, but th- that team that does it. <laughs> oh oh yeah, that's also that team. like a good.
1: Yes, they are a production company for sure. They're uh, Selznick. Well, Selsnick, Selick, Selick. Selick. Is that's it? name. Something Selick Selznick? I, I might be wrong. Team but it's not... Something. No, no, that's the team, the director. I'm talking about the director, which I'm sure oh, is part okay. of the same team because he directs all those movies. Um forgot what I was saying about that, but he's a good stepping stone because he's really good at it, too. So it's not like... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. There are a
1: lot of bad movies. No,
0: bad there's a, a ton of bad movies, for sure. Um, but yeah, besides that, just... Yeah, been doing that stuff. Nothing else crazy.
1: Well, I'm just going to mention this because it's uh, on, on point with everything. There's construction down the... <laughs> Everyone's got (laughs) cars. Not 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 in this building, mind you. Not in the building I'm I'm sitting in right now, but in the uh, like uh, the start of the block here. There's uh, they've been that 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 the side has been closed. You can't drive through it at all for uh, at least a week. Uh, I think I noticed it a week ago, but it could have been longer. You know, no, the block is not. hot. That's such a 1998 reference. (laughs) i don't even know um anyway and uh that's really it uh you know they did forget something very crucial in our opening i don't know why i forgot this i'm really good at this usually but i forgot to mention the movies we're reviewing today so i'm gonna do that right now Mm. i'm just gonna go with it because i did right i haven't mentioned right no okay you guys didn't notice it either by the way Hmm. just saying um yeah Because I was supposed to talk about it as soon as I mentioned the episode number, which I did. And then I somehow skipped the movies. Anyway, um, before we get into our recent discoveries, we should talk about what we're reviewing this week. So, obviously, it's the title of the episode, but I'm going to talk a little bit about it. So, episode 187, right? And those three movies are chosen by Luke here. He is going to end our marathon that we got going on. And the the movies that he chose for us to review are definitely unique. (laughs) okay um no I'm kidding they're fine but I I think what uh, they have in common is that it for sure cements the 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 fact that he is he must be paid by Amazon Prime too he must show, the show, the show, the show. To show these movies Dude, yeah. I, did you just look up the last two most recent Amazon Prime movies and you just picked those two movies no what I did no. is I I go to uh-huh. I go to the Netflix, Wikipedia page, the Hulu, the
2: Apple, and mm-hmm. the Amazon one. Mm-hmm. And that that's where I choose the streaming movies from. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that Amazon had like two recent ones.
1: You just, it just happened to be that you were colorblind to the other streaming apps that you supposedly logged into to check or whatever. Negative, sir. Negative. Yeah, right. Uh, okay, those movies are Totally Killer. Again, this is a prime movie. Uh, totally Killer is a um, comedy horror Horror comedy, even. Um, not unlike Happy, De- Happy Death Day. It feels like they're similar in the same vein. Um, and then, and I assume you picked that because it's Halloween, but also you just said the most recent ones. Um, sure. wasn't going to review from Prime Video? Uh, a biopic? I don't know what kind of just drama, I guess. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, is a comedy? No, not really. Um, Cassandro. Or Cassandro. Might be Cassandro. the better way to say it. Cassandro, yeah. <laughs> With two S's there. And uh, that's a biopic of a person I never heard of. So really, like, I know nothing of this subject matter going in. So that's an interesting way in in itself. And then finally, as part of our uh, marathon, our parodies marathon that we're ending, we're going to end it with a a, a classic, Mel Brooks' classic, Spaceballs. arguably his most um, famous, give or take, famous movie. I know young Frankenstein's out there. most famous, more popular, most popular movie, you know, um, Spaceballs. We're going to review that movie to end our parodies marathon. And not and not, not a bad filmmaker to end it on uh, because he's, like, the king of that shit, you know? Um, and now we're going to get into some recent discoveries. Hopefully that made sense. All right. Recent discoveries are pretty self-explanatory. Luke, you're going to start us off. We all saw yes. some things, and I'm curious to what you saw. You saw, well, man! You're catching up to a lot of things today.
2: <laughs> well, I hung out with you, so mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, we went through my
2: entire uh, iTunes queue. Yeah, of three, things. Four hundred and
1: something. Yeah.
2: Four hundred ninety-five. No, was it four hundred ninety-five? It was in the four hundreds. Yeah. But anyway, we decided to watch Blade Runner twenty forty-nine
1: mm-hmm. since I've never seen it. He owns it, folks, on iTunes. Like money was exchanged right for for, for <laughs> that title to ex- to exist there and i thought cool. i made that tiktok video but i got to make that anyway um and then he, that's why we saw
2: yeah no it was uh it was good i enjoyed it uh definitely it's a sequel to blade runner if you don't know oh. that Not, oh, yeah. now you know yeah. yeah it uh it answers some questions I had from the first movie oh really yeah
1: is there one is there an answer that you that isn't like the, the biggest spoiler of the movie is to it the that. answer? The fact that Deckard is a fucking yes, um, replicant. Replicant. Sorry, I was. going <laughs> to say roll. That's not right. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does do that. You're right. Yeah. It does
2: do that. It finally solidifies it. So,
1: Perfect. um, but you you dug it. Yeah. Okay.
2: I dug it. Yeah. I like. I feel like you kind of spoiled it for me a little. I did. You, you did. You said something. You're like, oh no, it's just heavily inferring that this thing is happening in the plot, but it's just tr- like misleading you. And I was like, oh, that means it's not going to be the it's not going to be the case. I
1: don't remember at all. You're being vague, uh, okay. but I don't know what you're. Yeah,
2: I know it's it's uh of who we think the child is. I said something about that. Yes.
1: No, I think you said something, and I was just trying to neither confirm nor deny.
2: No, the way you said it, I was like, oh yeah, the way like. It, it's it's not going to be this person because of how you
1: say it. Oh, well, as long as I didn't tell you who it was, actually. No, no, it's fine. That's fine.
0: I'm it's fine right. with it.
1: Um. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It, it, is, it is a bit the big reveal of the yeah. movie, kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Um, but wrong.
2: Not a bad one. Definitely love the aesthetic of the movie.
1: Yeah. In general, though, I kind of feel like we should ask a question about that. And, um, like, how do you guys feel that, or how do we feel that, in this case, a different filmmaker, Denis Villeneuve, Directed the Blade Runner sequel, where Ridley Scott, who has been doing uh, a sci-fi work still, he's very much active director still, didn't do that movie. <laughs>
0: uh-uh.
1: you know, like his latest Napoleon's coming out—that's his movie.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, oh, yeah. can't wait for that one. And he did Prometheus, which is not like too far off from Blade Runner, you know. And that's a heavy sci-fi concept sequel of his own movie originally. You know, you know, like how do you is this like a? I don't know. I'm mean, wrong. I love the movie. Did, did he get the Ridley Scott blessing? I I would oh, assume so. I mean, he didn't come out on Twitter or whatever. But I don't know, there's contracts involved and everything, so maybe he can't say anything. You know, yeah. I have no idea how it works. Really,
2: we'll see when there's a Comic Con in like ten. Anyway, years
1: but now. that's weird, right? Because it's not like the filmmaker is like retired, you know, and this guy made the movie. Yeah, or, but sometimes you don't want to do sequels. It's really Scott. I'm mean, wrong. I'm not saying he does all sequels. He does a lot of original stuff. But he has done sequels, right? Mm-hmm. So still very.
2: Maybe he didn't want to do a Blade Runner sequel.
1: I guess not. I guess not. Anyway, I just think it's a little weird. Not weird, bad. Not weird, good. Just weird. Uh, anyway, what else you got? Then,
2: well, then I showed you, uh, or I told you about mm-hmm. the uh, Ari Aster short film
1: thing that mm-hmm. he did when he. I guess it was. Well, you hyped it up to me, and you were like, "I don't know what you made. What made you think we weren't going to watch it after Blade Runner?" <laughs> you know. I was like, yeah, we're going to watch um, it. It's a short film on YouTube. You're going to watch it today. <laughs> yes. Anyway, uh, But yeah, so
2: we saw The Strange Thing About the Johnsons, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I don't know, it was like 20-ish minutes, give or take. Yeah. It's, it's only on YouTube. It actually leaked, and they put it on YouTube, so that's how people found out about it.
1: And it's about... Yeah, this is like a, a short film <sighs> thesis, right, yeah. or something.
2: And it's a very disturbing father-son relationship
1: if you want to call it that
2: yeah i don't, I, I don't want to spoil too much I, I heard about this from an act from another podcast and that's why i was like i need to watch this even though they spoiled the shit out of it on that podcast
1: yeah okay so you so you don't want, you're afraid yeah you don't want to spoil it even though it's an older no. thing and everything okay
2: i think it's best to w- watch an experience for themselves
1: so no, I'm with you. I'll go with, I'll, I'll go in sync with you because obviously I saw this too. It's on my recent discoveries. But, um, this is Ari Aster's essentially first film, first short yep. film, or one of his very early works. Before, this is a guy who did Midsummer, Hereditary, and this year's, uh, Bo is Afraid. That's the same filmmaker. So if you've seen those movies or heard of them, he's fucked up. Um, well, he does, like, fucked up shit. And, um, so in, in that spirit, I would say uh, the strange thing about the Johnsons is as fucked up as his work that he's known for. So it, it follows in step with that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to sell other people because we don't want to spoil anything. And again, the, in the first minute, you, kinda, you get your first big whiff of what, how fucked up it is. Mm-hmm. And it just follows down that path. Definitely Basically, definitely. it just follows down the same path. So, like, it's not the biggest polar in my in my opinion, but you're right. It is surprising if you go into that movie not knowing anything about it. So, um, we recommend it. I mean, I recommend it. Do you recommend it? Definitely. Okay. May they be traumatized, just like yeah, I Yeah, may, may we traumatize everyone to watch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, then, mm-hmm.
2: I saw two older movies, one being 1984's Red Dawn, which I've mm. never seen. What? <laughs> right yeah, sure. And, okay. uh, yeah, that movie starts, that, it. that movie's just, well, within five minutes, it's like full-on action. It's like, holy shit, no... Is it really? I haven't seen this since, yeah. I don't remember when. It, it just starts off, like, right off the bat. That's crazy. Okay. It's good, enjoyable. It's about
1: All the right. uh, it's about commies taking over, right, or something? Yes. Uh yes. Soviets? Yes, the Soviets. Yes.
2: And it's you. the 80s. The Soviets were the enemy. Right. So
1: Yeah, I'm... good one. A lot, of, a lot of people that are
2: young, now they're old, like Patrick Swayze, <laughs> Charlie Sheen, yeah. Jennifer Gray... Uh, what is it c thomas howell leah thompson so yeah thompson. good movie nice good movie i've seen like little skits from it like here and there like uh the drinking of the deer's blood and things like that but i've never seen the full movie so
1: finally oh that's strange yeah i'm curious real quick have you seen the remake no you know there was one i know okay i hear i did not seen either as uh does that have chris hensworth i want to say i'm not sure and Sounds I like hear that video. there they use us uh, like North Koreans. Yes, that's the new enemy. Yeah, that's the the new <laughs> the newer <laughs> enemy. Anyway, so yeah, Yerene, yeah, are you? Yes, yeah. Okay, you liked it. Yeah, yeah. It ages classic uh, to a lot of people. Oh yeah, me. definitely. Not for for a lot of people. yes. yes.
2: No, there's a bunch of Red Dawn people out there. I bet in South, like, wow, once these you know commies
1: come, I'll kill them all. Oh, right, they're as ready <laughs> as they were. Yeah, because right. they're just kids, really, doing everything, yeah. all the heavy yeah. lifting in that movie. Um, right. It's like it's like a Home Alone on a, on a country scale.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where well,
1: they have to prepare anyway, or fight back.
2: Then the three of us watched The Exorcist.
1: Yes, there's another hangout. We hang yes. out like a couple times here.
2: Yes, I've never seen this one either. I've seen some of the clips once in a while, you know, because it's a very popular movie. But you I didn't really
1: see did. it, but we yes, can I count did. it as you fucking being in the room when the movie I was saw playing. It. The movie was playing in the background. Yeah. Shut up. Mm-hmm. See. We also
2: watched Jason X or whatever
1: it was. I didn't put that one. Jason that goes didn't... to hell. The final Friday. Okay. Whatever. Do it right. Yes, that It was... wasn't
0: Jason X. Hey, okay, was it okay, so was a big difference. That's not in
2: my recent ones because I didn't pay attention to that movie at all. I'm not even counting it. Exorcist, I'm counting because I actually watched it.
1: But your screen time was similar. No,
2: it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> your anyway, Exorcist is good. I guess it holds up. Uh, that okay. that green vomit is definitely something. I'll tell you what. But... The pea soup? Just who
0: kept giving her pea soup?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah. Okay. No, I won't say it. Um, what, what, what is the most striking thing, not the pea soup, oh, yeah, that you I, found I, about that movie? Yeah, go ahead.
2: Um... Things that I didn't know, like, that happened in the movie, like, her, like, stabbing herself in the privates with a fucking cross and all that stuff. That was pretty, um, pretty fucking wild.
1: Okay, let me rephrase the question a bit more. Um, Is there, is there something in that movie, in The Exorcist, that you noticed that, like, something that um, made you see why people love this or consider it a masterpiece? Like, can you see, like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, can Catholic you see guilt? why people call it that? Catholic kill. That's not guilt. actually bad because <laughs> see, how? Because it's an early ass movie, and I'm not saying Catholic based horror movies didn't exist. I'm sure they did, um, but this is the one that rose, right? So. All right. All
2: right. And there's one last movie. Okay.
1: What is this
2: one? I didn't put in the full uh, title, so okay. I gotta give a little preface. <clears throat> in 2007. Pulitzer Prize winner David Mamet wrote a book on Hollywood. In Mm. it, he listed only four perfect films. The Godfather. Okay. A Place in the Sun. Dodsworth And the number four movie, Galaxy Quest. I saw Never Surrender, a Galaxy Quest documentary.
1: Okay, that's what NS stands for. <laughs> yes. Um, never, never heard of the other two. I'll tell you what. I've seen two of those, the obvious two, and I don't know the other two. That's worth. Or, I don't know or, them or, either. The sun. <laughs> oh, the sun sounds a little familiar, actually, but definitely don't know.
2: Anything. At first, I thought Empire of the Sun, but I'm like, that's not it. No,
1: no, no, no. Yeah. Galaxy Quest, really? Yeah. I wonder why that movie. I don't know. because it's perfect. It's the best. I mean, Star that's Lord the guy who. This is the, the best Star guy
2: Trek movie that never
1: came out. Uh yeah, not not arguing with you there. Anyway, so what? This documentary. Yeah, this documentary is the
2: reason I wanted to watch Galaxy Quest aside from the marathon to watch the documentary about Galaxy Quest Cause I wasn't gonna watch Galaxy Quest documentary without watching Galaxy Quest.
1: So you do have a sense, yes, a common oh. sense in you. Okay, that's good.
2: Yeah, it was. A I like how he went the
0: longest way around to watch a movie. Yeah. He, he waited if for only you tried this hard when like crazy? watching some other stuff or anything <laughs> yeah. else
2: no it's a okay, really good documentary a lot of insight like harold ramis was supposed to actually direct this movie originally and then they like, talk about how the documentary no the actual galaxy yeah. quest
1: i know <laughs> it's documentary.
2: and everything else and then they went through the whole casting and all the people they wanted aside from uh
1: Tim Allen,
2: Tim Allen. There we go. I was like Tim Williams. No, that's Robin Williams.
1: <laughs> Trent. Because they wanted uh, Robin
2: Williams for a while to do it too.
1: Trent Williams. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, you know Robin we'll Williams. I think could have also done a good job. Who? Trent Reznor. No, I was thinking Trent Treat Williams. Sorry, Treat. No. Um, no, I was saying Robin Williams. I think could have done a good job. Yeah. I mean, we talked they about in to the review. It. We did talk about how this is def- this felt like a perfect Tim Allen kind of movie, like it really? shows like the best version of Tim Allen's abilities, right? But also, now that you mentioned Bobby Williams, I feel like he could have nailed it too in his own way.
2: Yeah, you know. so a uh, great documentary. Obviously, they go through the whole thing of like making the movie, how they interacted. Uh, I guess they were supposed to do a sp- a show a couple years ago, based off Galaxy Quest with the original cast. Yeah. But then, due to the passing of Alan Rickman and everything, and they went to the whole thing about how amazing of an actor he was and a great person so hmm. it was a it was a nice little tribute to him as well.
1: Have you seen many or several um like behind the scenes kind of documentaries like this?
2: I probably have I just don't remember
1: okay well, I was just curious if this how does this rank compared to others if you've seen them? but if you don't know then never mind. Yeah. um I know we talked about, for example, like that. Didn't you watch that? Uh, you, I think, was it you, Luke, who told me about the J, uh, Friday the 13th collection?
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Right, you saw that. That's like one giant version of that, right? It's
2: like a fucking 10-hour
1: documentary. Well, because there's 10 movies. Makes sense? <laughs> yeah. Right?
2: That was awesome, though. They, they,
1: they yeah, I, really, I like, for example, like, I love the Never Sleep Again documentary on each of the movies of Freddy Krueger, right? Of the Nightmare on the Nightmare mm-hmm. Street. Same thing. I was curious how does it rank uh, to that, for example, or the quality of another, like uh, Hearts of Darkness or something, which is like everyone's favorite. You know, no one's seen Hearts of Darkness here, right? I assume probably not. But it sounds familiar. It's a documentary behind the uh, the making of uh, of Apocalypse Now. No. Yeah, fucking crazy. Okay. Insanity later. It is, An insanity <laughs> and insanity stays, and. Yeah. Anyway, I was just curious. All right. So that's um, what's it called again? This this thing? Um, Never surrender, right? Never surrender. Right. Okay. That's like the, cat the Galaxy Quest documentary. Mm. Hmm. All right. Hey, where where is that one available? I'm curious. Is it available? Uh, that from? one's on Amazon Prime. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised at all. I shouldn't even asked. Really, I shouldn't even fucking asked. It's a coincidence. Look, I feel like uh, during our break. Um, i'm gonna look up other streaming like new releases that could have been just as valid that wasn't from prime i'll bet you'll find some as a matter of fact in my recent wait i get to my recent discoveries in a minute raf do you have any movies you've seen
0: yeah i did i saw one movie i mm-hmm. saw one movie because you guys kept talking about it um yeah which was uh the final girls um, awesome <laughs> i didn't ask for input. um <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is a uh, I read the quick synopsis which cuz it's my only movie. A young woman grieving the loss of her mother, a famous scream queen from the 1980s, finds herself pulled into the world of her mom's most famous movie. Uh, I guess most recognized movie maybe. Uh reunited, the woman must fight off the film's manical or yeah, medical killer. Um this uh I didn't know I had a What's his face in it from uh, uh, Workaholics? Oh, um, oh, yeah. That's like
1: that um, T- Hiddelbitch, something like that, right?
0: Uh, no, Adam Devine.
1: Oh, that guy. I'm sorry. I thought you were oh, no, talking Th- about Thomas
0: that. Middleditch is the guy from, uh, what's it called? Um, the guy who was, uh, no, God, I'm thinking of Pied Piper because that's what he, he created. Yes, it's Silicon, uh, Valley? Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yeah. driving
1: me nuts. Thank yeah, you, everyone. Workaholics
0: is the Comedy Central show. are right, you right. Um, and uh, he plays like the perfect role, in my opinion. Well, Adam Devine. Uh, this is a cool movie. I I, I always like movies like this, which is like the last action hero style.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say last action hero horror movies, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty cool just to see what has to happen, and I it was funny too because it's it's the first label on this is comedy um yeah i was also blown by that too which is like yeah there's comedic moments but there's more horror moments in my opinion than comedy so i feel like it should be called a horror comedy
1: it's like calling Scream a comedy because some things are funny in it but (laughs) i would call it comedy first place maybe you know but not first
0: right so yeah it's interesting but uh yeah it was a fun movie for sure uh it just it was a little sad that i had to watch it like in three parts uh <laughs> um, just i i feel, so the when i started watching it the first time i had to stop cuz i had to uh Get my kid from school. And then, Life of a parent, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get my kid from school, and then like, well, I'm not having him watch a movie like this, and yeah. X, Y, and Z. And, oh, I think he'd love it. And then, uh, and then the next time I started watching it, I fell asleep because I, I was tired. <laughs> right. That's just so one being a parent. And then the last time no I day. was like, well, I think I have enough time to finish this movie before I have to pick up my kid again from school. <laughs> the next time, yeah. The next day, yeah. So it was yeah. one of those. But I got it. Was fun. Uh, I like how ridiculous uh, what's her name was in the movie. Um, the like one girl who just wants to get naked the whole time. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so funny. That, those there are really funny moments in the movie. Like maybe they strapped work. her into that thing. The yeah, yeah. That where, and then she, she took all that uh, all those all that Adderall later. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It great. Okay. I mean. So there, there's it's a good, good good times in the movie for sure.
1: also appointedly, uh, yeah, the movie knew not to show her the actual tits because I in those horror movies where she's that tropey girl that yeah. dies first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would immediately put her nude on screen. Yo, yeah. This movie like knows how to subvert that. Yeah. By not yeah. showing it and but like always trying to get her closer. Like it's funny. It works um a couple levels there.
0: It does work well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had a fun time with the movie though. It was uh it was a fun movie for sure uh I mean, sad we just, that i missed it when it came out yeah. i guess because it would have been a fun movie to watch it then too yeah
1: um, it's funny because we just saw together uh jason goes to hell the final friday and that one opens with a girl literally taking off her clothes right
0: reason. and that's what's so yeah. great about it it's like well it's it opens with that right. it's, a, it's immediately talks about like if you if you're gonna yeah. get naked or whatever you're gonna yeah mm-hmm. it. i just thought of that now
1: anyway <laughs> so that's great that you saw this movie i'm glad um i don't want made you watch it because we were talking about the rest. right you said
0: well, we, yeah, we spent like two hours or an hour and a half going through all our movies. You know, five minutes for my movies and then right. an hour and a half for the rest of you guys. Right. It would take a while. Uh, it was like, yeah, oh, it's already
1: 1130. It was so goddamn. late
0: when we started that other movie. Yeah. Anyways. And, yeah, because
1: um, Luke and I both own this
0: movie. Yeah, yeah. You so, yeah, I was uh, debating on if I wanted to start both of them. So the next time mm-hmm. you guys hit play, it'll say resume with both of you guys's. But I decided. I hate you. I know. I know. I I know you you do do so much, so much. But I did not. Nonetheless, Um, so yeah, it was it was a fun ride for sure.
1: Okay. Um, On my end, obviously, I already took out one of my picks that I saw with Luke. Um, I saw. I've been watching a few horror movies because it's the season, right? It's the season. Now, are they good? No, but here they are. Um, I'll go through them pretty fast. They're not offering a whole lot. Uh, I saw Elevator Game, which I just like, you know, I just chose a random horror movie is on Shutter, Also from this year, you know, newly released. So that's that's kind of my aim when I watch horror. Uh, horror that I don't know anyway. Um, Supernatural Horror, based on the ep- eponymous online phenomenon, a ritual conducted in an elevator in which players attempt to travel to another dimension using a set of rules that can be found online. This is one of those like um, spaghetti pasta. Creepy pasta, thank you. Uh, Creepy pasta online things that are made up for the movie, I think, and they, you know, make it a real thing in their world, and they try it out for like a YouTube channel that explores horror stuff in real life, and and you know, surprise, surprise, it becomes real. It's a real thing that happens to these people. A lot of deaths, a lot of fun deaths. Um, honestly, legit, the movie uh, tries really well on the stuff. The effects are good for what the budget is. I think more than good. Um, I didn't hate this movie by any means. It just doesn't try to pull any kind of... Uh, uh, whatever tries to pull, mystery-wise, doesn't succeed. And I don't think it's trying to either. And uh, it doesn't sh- present anything new other than the idea of this made-believe tale about an elevator, right? Um, no- nothing new in the genre that it's playing in, right? And uh, although there is a really cool reveal involving uh, what when you open the elevator at the right time kind of thing, that was kind of cool. But again, this is one of those, like, Kind of like almost a background movie. It's fun to watch. It's not like, it's not for the family. I wouldn't say that. The horror gets in there. It's pretty nice, actually. I kind of wish it went further, of course. But otherwise, it's not like there's like a bunch of nudity everywhere or anything, or like a a bunch of swearing, even. Um, But yeah, I mean, a lot of young people dying. They're annoying. Half the young people are annoying, so you want them to die. Kind of those, that kind of movie. Anyway, so that's uh, the elevator game. Not the, just elevator game. On Shudder. That's where I saw it. Um,. Next up, I saw this in theaters. I saw The Exorcist Believer. Um, talk about we just saw the original.
0: Yeah, this how movie. was that?
1: So, any interest in watching this movie? I'm just asking you guys before I tell you. Minute, minute. Look, I have
2: to watch the first of the other sequels before. First no, of all, I, no, you don't. You
1: don't have to. Yeah. Oh You don't. Okay. You know, okay. This is personally, hard
0: personally. Like, uh,
1: no, you, Then you'll so never. That's see That's just it.
0: an excuse for you I, not to watch the. Movie. I,
1: I think you're just <laughs> right. That's it. unless it comes on Prime, Roth. You don't know it comes out on oh, prime
0: shit. if prime buys it yeah
1: you know what's funny is that i saw i was going through streaming services the actual other ones too luke and i, uh, I noticed that uh uh the exorcist 2 is on i think max and then exorcist 3 heretic is on prime so you may have to go to another streaming service to watch part <laughs> you know, two I Keep forgetting i have max dude
0: I but you watching, don't been, been, I go to I go to it's like the Apple TV and I go uh, find this movie or whatever. Right? Yeah, and it goes Max has it. I was like, oh Max, hey, hey that <laughs> guy. Every, I I right. I hate their menu. Their menu sucks. Their the menu, menu does, does suck. Shit. everything about Max blows. To be honest with you, there's a, it just everything yeah. it recommends to me. I'm not interested in. Like,
1: nothing I'm interested in. Well, I like the HBO stuff they have there, of course. They still have all the ass stuff. So. It's just like, yeah, but That's the no reason it's, I'm there. That's the only way I haven't seen that one thing. Although I am curious, and it's a sidebar, but I'm very curious because they recently got AMC stuff. And I've never had the AMC. I never had. I was never, the of
0: watching that uh, one. Uh, There's an interview with the matter. vampire. Yeah, I was gonna- <laughs> Yes.
1: That's exactly why I'm interested. And the AMC has other stuff that I've always been interested in, but I've never, again, I'm never going to pay for it for AMC. But now that they have it there, I might want some stuff. So, I hear you. it's not nothing, but you're right, the menu is dog shit. It could be way better. I mean, it's not the worst out there, but it's like, it's not, it's far from the best. Anyway, back to this movie. Uh, the Exorcist Believer, um, when two girls disappear into the woods and return three days later with no memory of what happened to them, the father of one girl seeks out Chris McNeil, who's been forever altered by what happened to her daughter 50 years ago. That's right. Oh, it's a see throwback. Years, I think. Yeah, obviously, uh, if you remember uh, Luke or audience members, um, it's the mother character from the original Exorcist. That's who makes a reappearance. Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burstyn. What about the daughter? Do they, t- do they see what happens to the daughter? They talk about it, but it's not about that at all. They bring her in okay. because of what's happening to this new age of kids. <laughs> you know? Sorry. So that's what's going on. The movie is bizarre in the sense that it makes kind of no sense. They're, like, the first hour of this movie is actually a really good movie. Like, a, a solid, great movie. It builds up tension. There's this missing girl's case with these two girls. And uh, the movie spends a go- good amount of time. And when they get them back, it's like, because it's all in, it's all in the trailer. and Because uh, they, t- they come back to the world, so to speak, um, possessed. Like, you know what I'm saying? And not off the bat like that. it's, it's still uh, incremental, but it gets there. And you know where it's going. And the problem is is that when it finally reveals the master stroke of the third act and all this shit going down and you know the craziness that we expect it to be, after really good build-up, they blow it. They totally pull back all oh. of these punches they set up. They do. And I felt so disappointed by that. And uh, obviously, you guys are not gonna watch it. Even if I said this was amazing, I doubt you guys would watch it. But um, I, I do want like, to
2: watch all of them. Just no, know.
1: no. I, I told you. No, stop saying that. Um, although, watch part three because Exodus three is not bad. Um, and uh, it just like it just sucks. You know, it just uh, it kind of kind of kind of flops at the end. This is made by uh, David Gordon Green, who I have like a weird relationship with because uh, in his movies, I mean, um, like because I like half his movies. And he's been he did the, the most recent Halloween trilogy.
2: Mm.
1: Right. So this the trilogy where I didn't like the first one. I love yeah. the second one. And I hated the third one. Well, I hated it. But like, I remember not thinking great about it. And he's making a trilogy with this Exorcist stuff. There's two more coming out.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Maybe you really love the second one.
1: <laughs> I just saying, what's he? Has, he's like in love with doing trilogies of classics or something. Like, what's he doing here? Uh, but that's what people are saying about this. This is the first one of three more, of two more coming out. So hopefully they get better. Uh, I will watch them because I watch everything. No big deal. But like, I just wish this was better. Um, I had some really good stuff in it. Like I said, it just like falls apart. It just they just drop B stories for no reason too. Like it's just like, man, you were building so much cool stuff. I don't know what happened. Um. So that's the Exorcist believer. I believe it's still in theaters.
2: Oh, I, I see what you did there.
1: Oh, I, well, I did it by accident. I just realized what I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty good. Uh, so I saw this... Uh, <clears throat> one of the most recent uh, new release streaming films on Netflix. What's that? It's called Reptile, which would have been uh, uh, not a bad fit for a horror movie month, although it's not a horror per se. It's more of a thriller mystery. Um Tom Nichols is a hardened New England detective unflinching in his pursuit of a case where nothing is as, it's, is as it seems, and it begins to dismantle the illusions of his own life. Um, this movie <laughs> stars a bunch of actors that that you all recognize for sure. Um, primarily it stars Benicio Del Toro. Well, he, Benicio Del Toro is in this movie. That's the only reason I hit play, because I love Benicio, right? He's a fucking solid actor, right? This movie also stars Justin Timberlake and Blast from the Past, Alicia Silverstone.
0: Hey, Ooh. I'm interested. She's in actually
1: two movies, uh, not from my roster, unfortunately. But there's another movie on Shutter that came out this year that has her as uh, uh, one of the lead roles. So, is are we are we getting a Silverstone back here? Uh, come back. You never know. Um, for those who are wondering, she's the star of clueless, and that's her biggest movie power. You Okay, that's her, her crash from Doom there. Um,
0: yeah, Markers Falls.
1: Okay. Anyway, so uh, so this that's what this movie is, and I think is, I think it's an okay movie. It's an, it's a crime um, movie. It's definitely like a mystery of solving the case kind of movie. And Benicio is definitely giving it. I mean, I would say his direction, whatever he was given for the character, is a little strange. But also, that fits Benicio del kind of like over anyway. So it makes sense that he would be a little strange in some movies. Um, this is one of those for sure. I like, I like you know him in the movie, I like him playing against other characters and actors in the movie. Uh, I actually kind of we like the dialogue too. Overall, Um, the mystery itself was okay, I think. And I think it has some strange uh, forks in the story that I don't think were necessary in the movie, I would say. Ultimately, this is like a three star movie. Um, It doesn't rise above itself or the genre. It doesn't. I don't even know why it's called Reptile. I'm sure there's some clever, you know, fucking literature component involved for some analogy or something. But um, I don't know it. And ultimately, I didn't care. Like, I'm definitely not going to rewatch it. I'm not going to recommend it. I really like being so sorry. If you're a fan of him, for sure, watch it for that reason. But there are definitely way better movies with him in it. Um, but uh, I don't know. I guess I wanted a more enthralling mystery, and the mystery was just okay. So that's what I think of Reptile overall. And again, that is a new film, actually new, uh, streaming movie on Netflix, not on Amazon Prime. Um, so we're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to review our first film of the evening, which is what, Luke?
2: Totally killer.
1: You got to say it like totally killer. No. Like Well, I just did it for you. So stay with us.
2: When the infamous Sweet 16 Killer returns 35 years after his first murder spree to claim another victim, Seventeen-year-old Jamie accidentally travels back in time to 1987, determined to stop the killer before he can start. Totally killer on Amazon Prime.
1: Uh, you know I have to mention that. Although, yeah, you do because we ship telling people. <laughs> where we...
2: Um. Start... Hey, 11 Sorry. What? Not the time. Oh my god! I hear the worst. <laughs> okay, director by. <laughs> Nakchaka Khan. Uh, never heard of them. Uh, writers, David Madelon, Sasha Pearl Raver, and Jen D'Angelo. Never heard of them. Starring that one girl from that one Netflix show. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kiernan Shipka?
1: Uh, oh, you're talking about uh, Sabrina, Sabrina, right? teenage witch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you she- know where she's from before that, right?
2: Um, uh, Badman.
1: Yes, she plays uh, Don Draper's uh, yep, daughter. daughter. Yeah,
2: and she's the one that didn't get recast, right?
1: Because the, one... the son,
2: the son got recast. I think? Oh,
1: yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, the two kids, she yeah. wasn't recasted. Yes, correct.
2: All right,
1: because the, the brother was younger, also.
2: Yeah, that is true. I didn't need to it think it made more sense. Jump. All right, starring other people I've never heard of, like Olivia Holt, Charlie uh, Gillespie.
1: Galepsy. Galepsy. Whatever. Giseppi? Lachlan Giseppi.
2: Monroe, Troy Lee, Ann Johnson, Leanna, Lebo. Okay, look, none of these people matter. These, you know, not not a top tier cast here, okay? Huh? <laughs> okay. Although. <clears throat> so actually I was gonna uh first impressions. I was actually gonna go to you for this one. So Oscar, what are your first impressions?
1: Uh totally killer?
2: Yes. On Amazon Prime.
1: Oh my god. Well, first of all, we should say that. Oh no, where's the other voice here? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, Ralph lost. had a heart out. We record this at different times. Ralph had a heart out and could not make it for uh, this segment and probably the other segments. We're going to see how that works out. But um, oh, he said he had a heart. I thought he had a heart out, but Har- oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> he couldn't make it. He has shit to do. Um, anyway, which understandable. So, uh, looking, we'll finish this segment and maybe the rest of the show. Anyway, so. My opinion on Totally Killer is that um, that I think uh, comparing it to A Happy Death Day is apt. So anyone who's seen that movie, that horror comedy, it's like Groundhog Day, but horror and more comedic. Have you seen that? Happy Death Day? No, but you know what's funny? I think
2: you, told, like, long, long, long time ago, uh-huh. probably in the realm of 15 plus years ago, you told me about the screenplay you were writing hmm. that kind of mimicked Happy Death Day. Like you told me about it, like before. Huh? That would be like existed.
1: Yeah, because Happy Death Day came out definitely. Bef- yeah, not, definitely not. Because Happy long Death drawing.
2: Day is pretty much the same thing happens every single day, right? Same killing. Yeah. yeah you told me about the screenplay you had where you, this guy would like repeat the same day, but he would try to do the most crazy shit every single day.
1: Oh, and, oh, oh. Uh, yes, I, I. It threw me off. I'm like I don't remember that being one of my ideas. Now I do because the way you phrased it, like, yeah, that makes sense. No, it's not quite. It is. I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it is similar in the sense that they both use a very similar a uh, 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 version of the Groundhog Day. Yes, you're right. That is the only similarity, though. The rest is very, very different. Okay, could not be more different. Right. So that that day definitely takes place through the perspective. It's a mystery of who it is still, and it's a perspective of uh, uh, of a victim. Like, reliving her... She relives the day of she getting killed every day. You
2: know? So, I didn't see this one, but I... That death day one. But I, mm-hmm. when I saw Totally Killed, I was like, hmm. I wonder how this would compare to kind of, like, Final Girls in a way.
1: Yeah, I would say also Final Girls might be a not a... Well, Final Girls kind of meta. This movie's not meta.
2: Yeah, but it's still, like, the kind of, like, concept of going back and yeah. being with your mother in a way.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, yeah. Uh, it has some similarities for sure. Yeah. Uh, and just like Final Girls... Totally Killer also relies on pop culture to succeed. Yeah. Primarily Back to the Future. Yeah, I loved it.
2: <laughs> have you oh, seen Back you to la- the Future? Huh? Eh? I love the how how she goes to the cops. Have you seen Back to the Future?
1: Oh man, I love how it came out a year before. Right, so it's pretty new. It's, it's awesome. like yeah, it's like the the hit movie of you know that time period, right? So of yeah. course all the the young people have seen it, right? And mm-hmm. not some of the adults yet because they don't give a shit. You know, they're they're doing stuff. Um, they're not cool like us. Watching. So this movies. movie is. Uh, I think I found it. I found it charming. I found it. Uh, I found it funny. Not as funny as I w- would have wanted, maybe. But I did find it, parts of it funny. I uh, I like the idea overall. I don't think uh, everything really pans out or holds together that well, in my opinion. I also um, find it strange. Not bad. But strange how this movie chooses to, like, it has a a couple of hills that it dies on regarding some opinions. Mm -hmm. And this movie kind of goes hard on them. And I'm like, is this what the movie is trying to actually be about? Or is this about a fucking mystery about? I think I know what you might be talking about. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, that's not a spoiler. I'll get into it. But I'm just being vague for a minute. Um and like, is it like, is this movie about this? Or is it a movie uh, about finding out who this fucking crazy killer is that killed his, this girl's mom and mm-hmm. she's trying to stop murders? Like, what you know, like, the movie feels like it's of both places. Yes. And it has fun with it. So what I'm talking about... Uh, but, but oh, Wait, I don't want to get too much into yeah, yeah, it. Really I want to know your opinion. Okay. And
2: yeah. Then. Um, yeah, I... Th- 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 well... <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was fun. It had, you know, it had the comedy aspect. It had a slight horror, you know, to be a great like, you know, for like maybe Ralph's son in a year or two. Hey, watch kind of his horror movie. Oh right. yeah, and see some blood and some stabbing, but really see it, that. it's pretty tame.
1: Yeah, you know? it is pretty tame.
2: We'll show him martyrs afterwards.
1: No martyrs is when he's like a solid twenty-year-old, okay. <laughs> and even then, right? Yeah. You know, but if no, he's like uh, sensitive to something, that, right. then trauma or something. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs>
2: anyway no i really it was funny cool i liked it i like how they explained the time travel in like their way how like oh no back to the future got it wrong <laughs> this is how time travel works
1: right and i was right. like
2: okay i get it how time travel is going to work in their theory or their you know in yeah. this movie it's cool yeah there was a couple things that uh, were like i'm like okay really trying to Beat a dead horse when you know certain aspects. Yeah, it's, it's the '80s. Times are different. Get used to it.
1: So. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna. That's 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 that's, but, the, that's the thing that kind of threw me off. That I found weird in the movie is that it it chooses to and and I get I get it I get it. I mean, this movie is a. It's weird to call it a throwback, but it's using 1985. Is it 85? 87. 87, my bad. It uses... My my year of birth. You were born in 87? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, This movie uses 1987 um, uh, the same way that that Back to the Future uses 1955. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, a look back into a world that uh, you never thought you'd see, and obviously it was long before you, especially with a young person. A high school-age kid going back, same thing. It has a very similar premise to Back to the Future, guys. Totally killer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <It's> hella similar <laughs> in, some, in some crucial ways. Um, but uh, how, what, where they differ is that one chooses to show the past through a rosier lens or in a more background way to the story that's in the foreground, right? And that's Back to the Future. Yes. That's the actual movie about Back to the Future. In Totally Killer, it chooses to... I don't want to say neg. That's not the right word. It chooses to criticize the 80s that she's traveling to a lot more and be more in the forefront than using it as a background or a backdrop, backdrop to the story that's actually happening. And I found that weird. Because... You, I mean, first of all, you can't convince toxic people today to change. Why? What makes you think? Right. It just seemed like, it seemed like the and Shipka's character. I forget her name in the movie. Jamie. Jamie, thank you. It seems like Jamie is, um, is like a meta person or fourth wall breaking character in a world. Right in this world in the eighties, she's like a fourth wall breaking character, like a comedy uh, character that. Tells you like tells the, the truth to the camera when someone says something offensive, especially yeah. offensive to today's point of view. And granted, some of that stuff is legit offensive. Yeah, even I would even say all of it in some way is, but some of them are worse than others. Particularly the jock shit. Um, that was that was not good. Um, and she's like do like personal space to personal. <laughs> she, like they don't believe that right? <laughs> So they don't know what that concept is. Right, right. Nerd, nerd. Right. Les out. <laughs> oh my god that was that was like no like yeah i'm, I'm glad we could we took that out of our roster of right. things to say that's good um anyway and uh see like some of that stuff worked like we're laughing about it a little bit yeah because right. some of it's lighter than others but the
2: thing is it felt yeah. like
1: it was all the time
2: oh yeah i was always like you yeah. couldn't go a couple minutes without like hey that's problematic yeah it's problematic
1: that's this that's it trauma like, triggered something right so they don't know what those words mean yeah uh, you're right, they don't, or they act like they don't. And, uh, you know, and unfortunately, it also, so the problem with that is that the movie has a lot of that. And along the way, it uses the 80-ness, 80s-ness of it, of the world they're in, mm-hmm. to justify dumb behavior that l- gets people killed. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking about primarily the cabin stuff. The cabin is where I think it's more egregious, in my opinion. Um, And I think some of that stuff made the movie not as good, you know, it just made it feel like like it's it can't exist without like this movie feels like it can't exist without Back to the Future and it can't exist without the screenwriter hating the 80s um, or something like that, Um, you know, because it's the past like i mean it's like it's not even in a it's not even in a, in a historical bio period kind of way it doesn't feel like a period movie either it just feels like it's making fun of that period um you know but i just felt i felt like i was off the energy was off mm-hmm. you know so is that how you felt or did you like it overall or what uh, the whole was it session? off
2: a little but i still really enjoyed the movie okay
1: so uh what would you think of the idea Oh, uh, the sweet 16 killer. Like, the way this guy operates.
2: Yes, I mean, yeah. So, if his MO was to pretty much get a girl, stab her 16 times, and, like, right. leave us, like, a sash on her. Like, sweet 16, like a birthday girl thing. Yes. So.
1: Yeah. As and far he, as serial so, killer ideas go, yeah, it's not terrible, I guess. Right. Pretty basic. I mean. <laughs> there is a scene where he goes back to stab the corpse additional times in the movie. <laughs> because he didn't do the full 16 because he was like stopped in the middle uh, that was kind of funny i don't know if that was meant to be a joke i hope it was because it was funny. yeah it had to be yeah. but imagine like
2: losing cut you then you gotta like shit How him you gotta like lift up the shirt uh-huh. one two three four is that a double mm-hmm. stab
1: yeah yeah uh i really like the beginning because uh, in the beginning of the movie when they're in the present um jamie's mom is played by that girl from modern family the the mother from modern family
2: i don't never really seen that show
1: well, that's why. But that's okay. Mm. She's like the main, one of the main stars for sure. One of the main stars. She's in every episode, you know? and uh, she kicks ass in this movie. Like, like I, I like the, I, I, well, I like. I see. That's the thing about the movie is that the movie opens with, I think, a much more interesting character in the mother, <laughs> and that obviously gets cut short because she gets killed in the in the first act of the movie. Yeah, and that's the, that's like the driving force of. When she time travels to stop the killer because her mom is in high school at that time. Anyway, and she's one of the Heather's. I know they call them the Molly's. Molly, yeah. it's like the the Heather's version of her name. Um, Molly Ringwald. I wa- Yeah, is okay. that from
2: C sixteen?
1: So I thought there was going to be a reference to um, sixteen candles. That's because what I that's thought. a Molly Ringwald movie, right? But no, 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 not not. I've only- never
2: seen that movie. That's why.
1: Oh wow, you're missing out. Um, I mean. You're not missing out, I guess, that much. But like, I think it's iconic, and I think it's good. Anyway, uh, except for the Asian character stereotypical stuff that's in that movie, it's not good. <laughs> Talk about eighties problematic, right? Yeah, hella problematic. Um, they have a gong and everything; is terrible. Um, anyway, uh, I thought that was gonna be. I thought that was gonna come back in some way. I thought the idea of Molly Ringwald would be a big point, but no, it, it really was not. Not spoiling this yet, but it really wasn't. And I'm like, no, just 16 because they're 16 because sweet 16 sounds right. And the killer just thought it was cool probably. Yeah. That's, that's it. You know, that's, that's really it. It's pretty, no mystery pretty basic.
2: I mean, obviously, mm-hmm.
1: when you find out who the killer is, you're kind of like, yeah, I, I guess. But as I was saying, though, when, when the mother gets killed, like, I like that character a lot because she literally learned from the high school age. She learned. She trained herself. She was ready. Obviously, still got her killed. Which right. I almost found unbelievable because of how how well prepared she was. She fought back like the way we want most victims to fight back. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I thought that was like the best part of the movie almost. Uh, not really the best part. You know, well, I mean, when of
2: three of your close friends get killed, you got to assume you're next.
1: Yeah, right, right. Um, I just thought that that was really cool how she like was up on that shit. And I kinda, it kind of sucked, capital S, that she died anyway. Yeah. But I get the driving force.
2: It's like the Jamie Lee Curtis in the Halloween movie, where she was like super prepped to that house,
1: just waiting for him to come back. Yeah, there's a lot of them where she's prepped. Uh, in H2O, she was also, has this prep scene.
2: It uh, was one of the, the, the newer ones.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the David Gordon Green ones. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she was hella prepped. Yes, I like I like prepped stuff. I like when they're prepared. I like it. I like something, Yeah, I, I don't like the meek shit anymore, because there's so many of those. So many of the unknown, you know, unknown corner around this house that you shouldn't be in, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, should we get to spoilers or do you want to mention anything else before? I love how easy it was for her to get any type of information. No one cared. Uh, Give me an example. I'm trying to remember.
2: She goes to the school. Hi, I'm a transfer student from Canada. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's your transcript. Yeah, uh, that's right. These are your classes. And yeah. then next thing, hey, I need to find this person's classes. Yeah, here you go. They're in this class. Yeah. It's like, don't you care about their privacy or?
1: It, right. <laughs> it was that just was, so that... innocent. Everyone was so naive. Well, I wouldn't say naive. I just think they. Trusting? No, I wouldn't say trusting either, which also seems like a synonym to naive. Um, no, I just think they, they didn't care. Look, i I don't think they care today either. We you're just forced to do it, you know? Like huh? we get in trouble if we don't. That's the difference is that back then they didn't care, and no one was told otherwise. But nowadays, it's not like people I'm not saying people care or don't care that much. I think the people care about as much as they did back then. It's just that they're if they don't do it, they're in trouble. You okay. know that's the difference. And that's how it feels to me. I could be way off. That could be my cynicism. I just don't think it is oh, based cool. on my work, my living and as a, and the workforce here, but I, I've never worked in a school. So I don't.
2: how did you, th- what did you think of the uh, time travel theory? Which theory? So they said, when, when this girl, so this girl has like a best friend whose Who's mom like is a smart. genius. Yeah. And her mom has like this notebook of like how to build a time machine, essentially.
1: Yeah. Kind of like so, Donnie Darko.
2: Yeah. Anywho. Um, uh, after they talk about the, the time machine, they talk about how Back to the Future got time travel wrong.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And pretty much, you know, with Back to the Future, you go back in time. If you change one thing, the whole, pretty much everything changes.
1: And the present changes, right? Right.
2: Whereas they said in this one, it's like, if you go back in time, time is like a river flowing. So uh-huh. most of the stuff still going to happen. It'll just slightly happen a slightly different way. It'll well, dramatic of a change.
1: Yeah, I I don't think that's how quantum physics works either. But mm-hmm. it's closer than Back to the Future. I think Back to the Future did get it way wrong. But it's fun and that it works your... in the in the mechanics of that movie. If you, the you overlook it, because the they because they, they establish know. their rules and they stick to them. Yeah. But it's it doesn't get time travel right. But not that time travel is ever going to be real for us or real at all. But in and and quantum physics ideas and theories, um. It's not as it's not as tight or as a or as uh, as good as Time Crimes maybe or Primer, but it is better than Back to the Future. I do like this one more.
2: I like. Um, I mean, for the sake, yes.
1: I mean, I don't like the idea that someone, a kid from high school, has in, invented a time machine for a science fair. That makes no fucking sense whatsoever. To be fair, she's got
2: the inside track because uh, you know her mom pretty much built the thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't make any. Nothing of that makes sense. I would. Never, who would unveil that at a science fair? I mean, how fierce is the competition if that's what you have to do to win, you know? Right. Um, um I, think, city it, I just think it's ridiculous. It, it sounds like a ridiculous okay. idea to bring. I mean, they have to introduce this time travel idea, otherwise, how do you do it? Right? I mean, there's no Doc Brown, but she's the closest to the Doc Brown, right? Yes. So, that's what the movie's trying to do. Yeah, and I think Doc Brown is way more believable than a high school student. I don't give a shit who who it is, you know? Um, but
2: um, I know. I, I did say the the who she's competing against.
1: I said like, the kids from Asteroid City. Yes, those, <laughs> I believe them. I would believe them. Those guys those guys were inventing shit. Yeah. Oh, I was dumb. But they were cool inventions, though. So, so I need a little back. All right, so uh, now we're going to get into spoilers for Totally Killer starting right
2: So, what did you... uh? What did you think of... Did you figure out who the killer
1: was? Uh, so, I saw this with my roommate, actually, and she figured it out. The OG killer? Oh, um... Because no, I, I figured uh, out the OG killer right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, so we both said the OG killer. Yeah. Not, that, not like that. We both said him as a possibility. She said it first. I'm giving her all the oh, credit.
2: Oh, as, as soon as I saw that...
1: Well, I, that other friend of theirs. Not friend of theirs, but the other high school student that... They let them ho- drive home drunk. Mm-hmm. Once all that stuff was being like dished out, the info, we're like, oh, it has to be someone to, relate to her. You know what I mean? Like that's how. Oh no! I was. So, I think it was
2: the scene in the with the car, where she got into that one weird kid's car.
1: I'm trying to remember. Keep going.
2: Because all he had in there was video games. Oh yes, 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 yes. And then the the matter guy comes pops up and he's like, oh, you know, I do did eight years of whatever. At the mall, and I was like, "Got it."
1: Yeah. As like as soon as he said that, I was like, "Got it. That's it." Yeah. No, I, I don't I, know the I, motive, but I got it. You got no, no. You got you got it right. I obviously I wasn't honestly I didn't pay that much attention to like I'm not paying attention like that. I didn't care to guess. I guess. <laughs> Okay. Because yeah. I wasn't thinking about it. I was just watching all these '80s references, and I was more flabbergasted by the movie's critique of the '80s. <laughs> There's really more about the for me, um, but you're right. But like I said, my roommate guessed it; she got it right, especially the other killer, the the present day one. Yes, um, which because they actually hinted at that as well, and I
2: was like, hmm. yeah, they did, and and I, I picked they that did. up too. I was like, that's probably going to happen.
1: Right. I also like how um, he didn't know himself who the killer, what the original killer was. So I thought that was interesting. Like, oh, I was surprised that this was <laughs> going um. It's 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 like uh, it's almost like the screen movies in a way, but they but the problem with those is that at the end of every set of murders, you know, they always know
2: they reveal who they are.
1: Yeah, it's not the same, but it's almost the same. Um, there is a um, there's another movie reference that is similar to this one, um, the town that dreaded sundown. I know you haven't seen it, right? No. Okay, it's an old movie. It's from the I want to say the eighties, might be seventies, but I think it's eighties, and they made a, a there's a, a I wouldn't say a remake. It looks like a remake, but it's actually a sequel. Uh same title. And it came out the time tried t- dreaded sunset? No, you would think so, but no. Sunrise? No. Midnight? No. It's not before. It's not the before trilogy, okay? <laughs> um same title, and it came out in the 2010s, maybe exactly 2010, I'm not sure. And um it has but what if, it's a sequel? In the same town, murders are happening the same way, same kind of look of the killer. But in that movie, it's like a, it's like a, a next generation version of it. Like It's like based on the events of the 80s movie, which I also, if I'm, my memory serves, because I haven't seen it since then, is that um, nobody knew who that killer was either. It's like, it plays a part in, in, in the motivations of the current killer. And, I, and this movie made me feel similar. Similar vibes. Again, I don't remember exactly how. That's not a comedy though. That's just straight up horror, straight up slasher. Um. Anyway, check it out; it's good. Anyway, um. Ultimately, I didn't. uh, I didn't feel like I. I I felt to me that I didn't need a justification. Like I didn't care that the movie cared about having a motivation for this killer so much. Like I kind of just want to. I'm like you know like a lot of the screen movies, for example, they have motivations. Not all of them, but they mostly do. All the killers have. It. I feel like just having a serial killer trying to kill like the Heathers of their high school, that's all I need. <laughs> like, you know what's a Heather. You ever seen Heathers? No. Okay. But you don't know. <laughs> so it's a Heathers is an eighties movie, which I, I I promise you that the reason they're calling him Molly's is because of Heathers. Uh, um, it's an eighties movie with Christian Slater and Winona Ryder. They're both in high school and he, Christian Slater's character mainly, but they both start killing off what they call heathers, which are the mollies of their high school, like the like the most popular girls that rule the, the school. Yes, the mean girls, the most popular mean girls of the high school, and they, and he starts killing them off one by one. Okay, and it's a dark, twisted kind of like teen comedy? romance. turn. No, oh, it's a, it's dark comedy. A little, yeah, sure. Oh, okay, yeah, it's ridiculous for sure, but it's also like more. Heavier on the horror, I would say, and it's much more memorable too. But that's that's Heather's. So when I say Heather's, that's what I mean. All uh, right, good to know. Yeah. Anyway, and what was I saying about that? Uh, anyway, just, and just one them that is motivation enough for me. Like I didn't need a whole background. I wish I would have much prefer if they just focus on trying to stop the guy, which they tried. I'm not saying they didn't try. I just wish that that was their motivation over finding out who it is um, as a as a movie. I'm saying. But uh, anything you wanna mention about uh, now that we're spoilers?
2: Um, I like back probably the I guess my my favorite thing was the time travel, how Hmm. you saw like things change in the present.
1: That was cool. Yeah, it's like the the movie. Yeah, or not even her name anymore. Not
2: not even that. Things like. the guy who investigates the pod, who has the podcast about the murders, he's talking to the girl. He's like, I don't understand. Like,
1: oh, yes, like,
2: I said this, she was killed in the garage, but no, she was killed on her parents waterbed. How could I make such a mistake? And it's and then like the guy that she was with before, instead of being like this metal head became yeah. like this emo songwriter.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, also, the they use a lot of the, the killers, right? The killers. Isn't that the band? That's the band that they're making fun of, right? The guy that in that waterbed. He yeah, changed his I, band I, name to Waterbed or whatever. Yeah,
2: a Waterbed Away or something. Yeah, yeah. Waterbed
1: Away, right. <laughs> it's a dumbass fucking band name compared to the Killers. I think is that's that, the guy. That's the guy, the lead singer of the actual killers. Is it? That's what he's supposed to portray. that's what he's portraying.
2: Oh, okay. I don't know who he is. Yeah,
1: yeah. Wh- no, what? that's a you know that's a band, right?
0: Sure.
1: Okay. Okay. Well maybe you don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I thought I you knew. I thought you really legit no, I thought you were playing Goy. Okay. Um anyway yeah they, they name drop them and everything um i don't know why but that's what happens anyway uh yeah i like how in real time is changing the the minds the the memories right mm-hmm. uh there's a very similar scene to that in uh in loki season two the first episode Ooh, no i'm not gonna spoil it i'm just saying there's a very similar scene like that where like like no i don't have that machine here and they time travel back and he's getting that machine done. He's like, wait a second. There is a machine. I just remembered. <laughs> and he, same exact feel. Except that one's much more funnier. Okay, uh, Check it out. It's good. Um, I like that. I also, like I said, I, I, in the ending of the movie, when she goes back to the present, how, it, like, the changes that she made, right? Yeah. To everything. Like, the mother, obviously, being alive. The big one. But also... Uh, my favorite one is how Jamie's not her name anymore.
2: Yeah. Jamie is now her brother's name, who she never had before.
1: Right. Never had before. She was an only <laughs> child before. That was cool. Um, and, uh, because her parents coupled or got together sooner mm-hmm. and she was like dreading that that would make yeah, them break said, up faster. Stop. Nope. Too, <laughs> <Stop."> too horny. <laughs> you're too horny. Get her. That was funny. Every time she was trying to separate them. I like that. That was funny yeah. a bit in the movie. Um, but it plays with the whole thing of, you know, it, it's meant for them to be
2: together, so right. it's going to happen. Just I mean, time is fickle.
1: Timing is everything in a relationship, or not everything, but a big component. And um, that's why she was worried. She was worried. I mean, she was worried that she wasn't going to exist. Right. And by not exist, I mean, like, not have a, a social security number. Um, you know what I mean? Like, she wouldn't exist to the world. Yeah. And uh, I like that. That was funny. I like that part of the movie. And that was my favorite part of the name because... I, I never liked that little bit of Back to the Future where uh, the she impacted her parents' lives so much. He, I mean, Marty does. And Back to the Future so much that there is no way they don't name their firstborn Marty. Right.
2: Well, no, his name was actually Calvin Klein, but his friends call him
1: Marty. Hmm. Again, no. Or he named their first child Calvin, for that matter. Right. Especially if you look it up, that's not his brother's name. Uh, I just like those details They kind of miss out on that I kind of find annoying. But in this movie, they kind of make it a funny joke. Yeah. Um, Anything else on totally killer that you want to talk about? No, just the, the the cabin
2: scene was hilarious because they were doing all of like the typical teenager things. Yes. And everyone is just either so horny and everyone is like so promiscuous. Mm
1: hmm. Uh yeah, I would say that's uh, also a big difference between that gen and now gen for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um
2: like I say, I think I, our parents party harder than, harder
1: than we did. Um. Yes, I would say so. Like our generation is probably the last generation that tried at all to party. You know what I mean? Like the way, like the way we hear told. You know. And don't get me wrong. It's not like I never partied. I I definitely partied a lot. But, like, I think compared, as a generation, compared to the 80s people or even before that, I think we're nothing compared to them, you know?
2: I love that guy. Yeah, I drive better when I'm drunk.
1: Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. (laughs) He's like, I can
2: bet you you don't. And then the guy drives, hey, two beers. See? Yeah, that was one of my
1: favorite, like, bits in that. Yeah, that was good. Um, To be young again. No. No. Nope, say less. Anyway, that is it for our review of Totally Killer. Check it out. It's on where again? Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. You get a nickel every time he says it, guys. Um, Help me save more nickels from his pocket by um, finding better movies streaming elsewhere. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our second film of the evening, which is what? Cassandro. Cassandro. Stay with us.
2: Cassandro <laughs> follows the true story of Cassandro, the exotico character created by Saul Armendares, hmm. gay amateur wrestler from El Paso who rose to international stardom. I know inside you're dying at my pronunciations.
1: Just uh, a Cassandro.
2: <laughs> Cassandro. Cassandro. Right. Uh, <laughs> all right. <clears throat> On Amazon Prime. Directed by Roger Ross Williams. Writers, David Tague and Roger Ross Williams.
1: Okay. Starring. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. I won't judge you. I mean, I really won't. I'm not saying um, that I won't. I've never seen this name in my life. Um,
2: Gail. Yes? No. Gael Garcia Bernal. Okay. I was sure how to say Ga- Gael. Okay. So, so, Gael Garcia Bernal as Cassandro. Roberta uh, Colindres. Perla de la Rosa. Joaquin Cosio. Raúl Castillo. Gigantico. <laughs> they actually have him. <laughs> Gigantico, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, oh, that's the actual El Hijo del Santo mm mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and uh, bad bunnies in this movie. Your favorite?
1: No,pe. I uh, don't think. All, don't think so about that. <laughs> okay. What's um? Who who is he in the movie?
2: Uh, bad bunny, Felipe. Mm-hmm.
1: Who's Felipe? Again?
2: I don't remember.
1: Okay.
2: He's probably a small role. I mean, I, I assume so, but I don't know. Yeah. Which is funny because at one point when I was watching this on Amazon Prime. Uh, you know how it gives you that little X-ray thing with like which characters are like which yeah characters? yeah. So I clicked, I hit something by accident on my uh, uh tablet, and then like I think I got a page for Bad Bunny. I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, well, maybe it's like a Bad <laughs> Bunny a- song. Not yeah. that I would think that he's actually acting in this movie.
1: Yeah, well, he wasn't that one movie last year, right?
2: Oh, uh, the run
1: the, the train, the one, train right? one, yeah. bullet, uh, night train, bleed train, bullet train, bullet train. Is that the name of it? It sounds like it'd be... A... That sounds right. No, that sounds right.
2: Let me go... Yeah, Bullet Train. Okay. Yeah, and you, I know you loved him in that because it's Bad Bunny and you're... No, I don't know anything about him. I still don't. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so for this one, I was originally going to ask Raphael about his first impressions, but unfortunately, he is not here. So I have to revert to you, Oscar.
1: You're referring to me first again? Yes. Okay. Uh, my impressions of this movie is that it was it was good, you know. Yeah, it was good. I I, I, I don't. Okay. This is a um, you know, I, I'm not saying that everyone should uh, watch biopics or even documentaries that solely align to their inter- interest. For example, you know, for example, like if I was a big basketball player, should I just seek those movies out? For I mean, sure that would be better, right? If yes. it's a subject matter that I care for, right? Um, and therefore, like, if I don't know anything about a subject or I don't care about a subject, i.e. wrestling, much less, or any kind of wrestling, you know, Hispanic, uh, Mexican wrestling, Lucha Libre type, or uh, American wrestling, like American Gladiator style, like, no, I don't care about any of that. Um, I did care about WWF wrestling back when it was WWF in the old days. when I was, uh, oh, When now. I was younger. But that was the last time, and I have no nostalgia for it. <laughs> was that like in the Attitude Era? I don't know who Attitude is. Is that a person?
2: No, it's like when it was pretty much like watching a Jerry Springer show. It was very yeah. Dramatic. It definitely
1: was like that. Yes,
2: it was like with Generation X, Stone Cold, and everything like uh-huh. that. Yeah, yeah. That that that's when I kind of watched it too.
1: Yeah, I mean uh-huh. we're in the rough We're in the same age group, so yes. Mm, yes, sure we are. Shut that. up. Eighty-seven. You said it earlier. I'm eighty-four. that eighteen eighty-seven. The... Yeah, yeah. That's right. Photography, uh, to take a picture, took 30 minutes sitting in one place. He stood there smiling for the whole 30 minutes. Yeah. Are you quoting that movie? Yes, I am. <laughs> I hate you. Stop quoting bad movies. Um, <laughs> you know it. That's the best part. I saw that TikTok video recently. Okay. It just happens to be there. It's the only reason I remember it. Anyway. Shut up. Uh, So I'm not saying that uh, it's like that's a good thing. I would say if there's a subject matter you don't like, then definitely don't seek out those biopics of that movie. But otherwise, it's all game. And I I try to um, find an interest in this in this thing. And ultimately, what you're really supposed to do is find interest through the character motivation of the of the subject matter, right? And I think that Gal Garcia, first of all, I already knew that he can shoulder the lead um, in a movie all by himself for a long time. He's a... I've always... I love that guy since Amores Perros, which, which I guy? believe Gael Garcia. Oh! Amores Perros. He's the main... Well, there's three short stories in that movie, but yeah. he's the first Yeah, no, one. that's him. Yeah. You didn't recognize him? No. Oh, my God. You didn't know immediately oh who me. he no, was? I had no idea. Oh, my God. Look, you're... I don't know how you're blowing my mind right now. I thought you knew. I almost no. thought that's why you picked that movie. Because no. I thought you knew this guy. Oh, my God. It totally makes sense it now. It does, doesn't it? He's in a lot of movies. He's in... Uh, the Wasp Network. Yes, he's in that movie. Yes, he's in um, the uh, that Amazon show. You should know. the uh, Mozart in the Jungle.
2: Oh, yeah. I never
1: saw that. Okay. But you're an Amazon I, show. I so. only I,
2: only the movies,
1: only the movies. <laughs> only the okay. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Um, he's in "Itu uh, también También. Mm, yeah, I still haven't seen that one. I know them. you haven't seen it, but he's like the lead in that yeah. with Diego Luna and shit. Anyway, he's also in "Ma Mala Educacion," bad education, the Amoldovar film, I believe, it's and uh, "Hasta la Hasta la lluvia," no. Wait. Yeah, hasta la lluvia, yo creo que I mean, I'm just fucking Spanish, so When I speak it, hasta la lluvia, I think is the name of the movie, or even The Rain is the name of the movie. Also, I mean, he's in a lot of movies. Okay. He's in a lot of stuff. He's in, uh, that motorcycle one. Motorcycle Diaries. Motorcycle Diaries, yes. We reviewed that movie. Babel. Babel. Babel, remember that movie?
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, that
1: was... Shit, dude, I. Damn. Big time? Yeah, big time actor. Yeah, I, I did not recognize him. He's an at internationally
2: all. known actor. Th- this man really transitioned for like this role. Like I would
1: not have get. That's funny because he looks the same to me. Oh, not the same. No, same. he looked different uh, costume, sure, but he's just he doesn't uh, change his face. I'm or sho- I am shocked. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you found out now. All right. That's say, Garcia yeah, no Anyway, he's super famous and. Um, he does, he does very interesting work. He's like, he reminds me a little, and I'm just comparing this because it's a kind of a recent thing. He reminds me of Daniel Radcliffe, mm-hmm. um, except that he didn't have to do Harry Potters to be known to do whatever he wanted. Right. Uh, but Daniel Radcliffe, you know how not, after his Harry Potter stuff, like he's just known to do weird projects all the time, you know. Or Ledger Woods, another good example. After Lord of the Rings, he just did... Weird horror, comic, you know, horror stuff yeah. that no one else saw, but they're actually pretty good. Some of them, you know, and um, like "Come to Daddy" or "The Grandparents." Horns, Piano. horns. says Daniel Radcliffe? I know. It's not um, no, it's fine. Anyway, I, I, I feel like that's him, but all his life, and he is 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 uh, the movies that he picks are much more. I don't want to say enlightened. That's not the right word because that's kind of it's kind of snobby. But what I mean to say is that. Uh, are much more refined, and I think he's he's looking for a lot of different styles. He's looking for uh, scripts that are not super known, that are not like been tropey or beat to death, you know. Okay. And uh, I like I like the movies he chooses overall. Even if I don't like all their movies, as I don't love all his movies, you know, but I do like the way he chooses them. He'll ch- he'll choose to work with a French filmmaker here, a Mexican filmmaker here, go to America, working an American movie here. Like he goes all over the place. And I like that. He's kind of like a real international star, you know. Um, he just goes to different countries, just acts in their movies and shit, and then leaves for a while. Uh, I'm still shocked. Uh. Yeah, right. It's shocking. Huh. Anyway, I like him. And do I like him in this movie? Hell yeah. Also, does he fucking age? No, he looks the same fucking age as a uh, a almost. Yeah. Not that young, but like still, like he that guy has not aged in the last fifteen years. I'm just saying. The, 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 this, this guy, I, I, I looked for a wrinkle. I didn't see much of a wrinkle at all anywhere. This guy looked pretty good, I'm just going to say. Him and Kenna Reeves and uh, that other guy from the Android guy. Yeah, Paul Rudd, thank you. Are all aging like wine or they're time traveling or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so this movie, sorry. Like um, yeah. I guess I'm not interested in the subject whatsoever. Um, I thought the movie was just okay, unfortunately, because I I don't know if it's because I don't care about the subject matter. But um, as uh, Gal Garcia is the driving force, uh, the lead of this movie, I think he does a lot for sure. I just, uh, um, I don't know why, I guess I don't don't know why I didn't come out of this movie more impacted by it. Mm -hmm. But because I knew where I didn't know where they were going, I guess. But I mean, I knew like the basic, you know, uh, what do you call it? uh biopic tropes that might happen and it did they, they, they De- definitely had them yeah. yeah right i'm not saying you know besides that like a movie doesn't um it just didn't win me over emotionally even though intellectually intellectually like i was with the movie i understood what it was doing i didn't think it did any of those steps bad i think uh, again the acting is amazing it's um like the the heavy central focus of this movie is, one, that it's a period piece, and that, two, it's a period piece in Mexico, which, you know, again, not everyone would automatically know what it's like there. And I've never lived there, but I've visited many times, and I'm from there, of course. Mm -hmm. So I have a little authority to say that, yeah, I would say the gay bashing down there is a lot more both open and a lot more in the closet, let's just say.
2: Yeah, no, I mean— yeah, so it's a very Catholic country. I could imagine Extremely. this is the same coming from Eastern Europe.
1: Yeah, it's still it's just it's still a huge struggle there today for mm-hmm. sure. But obviously, um, with the times that it is today, I, it is easier than it's ever been to come out of the closet down yeah. there for sure. But uh, back then, definitely not. And I found the most interesting thing about this movie, Luke, is is the pol- uh, the polarization. Is that the right word? I'm not even sure the the weird contradictingness of having luchadores exóticos exist at all like i'm not saying the country like embraces them but they do kind of embrace them mm-hmm. but it's also well known that they're all like not all of them but they're but, basically drag queens yeah and most right? of them are straight they just do it as like a, it's like their shtick it's like the shtick. Character,
2: character, but the uh, shtick is to look like oh. drag
1: queens and put on a show and to get beaten up by the much stronger, yeah. more favorite uh, luchador. They are,
2: the, they are the heels.
1: Yeah. But it's yeah. interesting how they're embraced, but also sought out mm-hmm. by other homosexual wrestlers. Like in this case of this guy, anyway, that we're focusing on, right? Yeah. Um, and I found that weird. Isn't it a little strange to like lean into... A persona where you're automatically booed when you walk right. in.
2: But then, like, this guy was able to turn the fucking crowd. Right. Right. And also, like, I know uh, I'm not big into wrestling, but I love how they never really talked about the whole thing about, is it fake? Is it nothing? No, nope, they, they were Like, hey, does you he want to practice before the thing? No, right. okay. And he would just say something like, uh, Gigantico, he's like, he has no poetry in his moves. He's just, you know.
1: Uh, right, and he fire. was making fun of him, like he was yeah. for sure, like uh, criticizing. Yeah, his style. Yeah, his style.
2: So, um, so I thought that was kind of a cool thing.
1: Um, I mean, what is? Uh, what do you think? I mean, you mentioned some of it. Already. Oh, sorry. Yeah. What else? Yeah, no, the movie of?
2: was. Uh, it hit some tropes. Obviously, there was a couple of things. That I'm just like, I don't know if this is sending the right message in a way. With, like, him and his relationship with his mother and lack of a father kind of thing. And I was like, "Mm," yeah, it kind of, I was weirded out by that. But uh, it was an okay movie. Definitely, I've I've seen worse, I've seen better. Um, Probably, I was still rewatching one (laughs) once in a while.
1: So, uh, let me ask you this. Okay. Um, before we get to spoilers, because I think we should get into them quick, we almost spoiled something earlier um, and also because like, you know, it's weird to spoil a movie based on real life, of course, like we say exactly. many times but also this is one where it's safe to say that most people do not know about this world, this is a safe bet, this is not Oppenheimer, where mm-hmm. like most likely you grew up at school hearing about it this guy, not so much, right so uh, I don't want to spoil too much either so, um my question to you is that, like, can you name, uh one let's say biopic trope it doesn't have to be biopic but i'm thinking it will be a biopic trope in this movie in um in cassandro that you liked the least or hated the most however you want to re- rephrase that did they want stand out to you among the rest that it's um that's that's like particularly like oh man i saw it coming so much that it was like even more disappointing uh, or
2: kinda, like anything like only- that The whole thing would probably with the house. He's like, oh, I want to get this house for me and my mom. And then I think it got sold. I think that would probably be it. Or then like. uh, Then the whole. Probably then the whole wrestling thing with his father. Dad's like, oh, hey, did you watch my match? It's like, nah. Yeah, yeah, even though that's like how he got introduced into this world is because of his father. So
1: yes, yes, I found that. And also, also. like, jeez, oh, right? uh yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, You know, that's almost that's not a spoiler either. That happens later, but it's not a spoiler. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't have an answer for you either. But like, as okay. I, I think they were done, they were done well. Although, but it's not like um, it wasn't was doing anything new. Yeah. I guess with the genre. It, it really just stuck to its guns. It was trying to tell a story, mm-hmm. a compelling story. And I think it's compelling enough. And I can see people getting compelled by some of the stuff. And especially the, the homosexual aspect of it. The the world, the very world that they're in makes it even worse in that sense. And, but he's so open about it too at the same time. And uh, the character. And like, because he has a lover who isn't open. And, um, you know, and I find that relationship between him and his mom to be unique i definitely don't see that very often i don't know what she was but i'm thinking she was a
2: lady of the night
1: yes lady mm-hmm. of the night i was gonna say sex worker but <laughs> <laughs> uh she was definitely lady of the night material i think mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. yeah uh,
2: but uh, also like how uh, when you says we created the cassandra uh, character based on fir- the
1: novella cassandra <laughs> no
2: no his first match like it's you first saw him wrestle as El Topo, right? Yeah, and he, like him even just getting into the ring was kind of like awkward. But when he enters the ring as Casandro, it's like a whole different fucking person.
1: Yeah, like well, there's actually a scene where he talks about he talks about Casandro and the third, like he's a different person. Yes, like, like oh, a, I love how he walked in the, like he just talking like a third person.
2: Even even like his, his, his like no, Casandro's more of a top.
1: Yeah, Cassandra's Right. Of- that's what he says. He's because he's a bottom and, like, and, <laughs> right. the, and with the with the boyfriend. But like Cassandra will be a top though.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny how he creates this. It's, I know that's what they do, but it's yeah. But like he went into that
1: altered, ultra um, ego, like pretty quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it didn't like rule him or anything. It didn't become a, a main point where like it's ru- like it's ruining his life talking <laughs> right. about some other. His oh, yeah. own person again like, in a different way. I, like it wasn't about that, but maybe it would've been more fun if the movie tried that. I don't know. Um definitely would have made me more memorable. But uh I mm-hmm. think we're dangerous on this. So let's go to sort our of spoilers for All right. Uh, let's just do it now. So starting now. Okay. So now I just wanna be free from it. That's all I don't yeah. I, I feel like we almost. I
2: mean it's hard it. to spoil someone's real life.
1: So yeah, well yeah, we say this often. But uh it's a new movie. So that's really the main reason why we always have spoilers for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's, I mean, very few times we, 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 sometimes we don't though. But in this case, I think we should. Anyway, we're here anyway. Um, I feel like, do you feel like the movie, when it ended, do you feel like it ended abruptly or not?
2: I It kind of just ended, what was it, right after that interview? With, with yes, Alessandro. very soon uh, after that interview. Mm-hmm. And that was it. It's kind of just like, he's at the top. That That's it. There you go. He's like, he took exotico exotico uh, wrestlers from like being nothing, and now mm-hmm. he's like one of the top wrestlers worldwide. Yeah. So,
1: do you feel great, it's a
2: great come up story? But that that's it. It's like well, is well, there that's anything more.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Is that a lot of maybe just to say a lot of American biopics, not just but bi- not American only, but mainly though, right? Mainly. Um, we also watch mainly American films here, so it kind of probably mm, leans heavy. You were. <laughs>
2: we have the prevalent uh, movie market.
1: Yeah, well, we started it too, so that kind of goes with it. Anyway, um a lot of uh, American biopics, they tend to be folk they focus a lot more into the fall after the rise. Right? Yeah. That's true. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised that they pick purposely not by they, I mean, no singular entity but Hollywood right or producers in general because they find it more, more dramatic they pick um, uh, real people that they're going to do a movie on that has a fall after their rise which is funny because I think I was looking for a fall there was no fall
2: I, this I, guy I, I, but I went on top one.
1: he succeeded his dreams and he didn't become a recluse after he didn't become an alcoholic he didn't like but, have AIDS or yep. You know what I'm saying? Like the the movie doesn't have anything else to say. Yeah. And I and think I was maybe that's why it, it feels it. weird. I was yeah. waiting for it. There's like,
2: he goes out at parties, he starts doing like some drugs, and I'm like, mm, okay. Right. Th- but no, he's just happening. having fun. He's just out there having some fun. But he's he's
1: doing it safe, I guess. So Yeah. Yes. That's it. So, cool. yeah. Um yeah, he, he. I mean, they, they show, when they showed that scene, when they're like, okay, don't party too hard. We're in Mexico City now, right? right. And they go smash cut to a party, to a nightclub yeah. with him and, and, and his And he's trainer. got the drugs. And his trainer and the drugs and he's telling people that he's a luchador. They almost don't believe him because he's so scrawny, you know?
0: Yep.
1: Um, and uh, I thought that was going to be like, okay, here comes the drug phase. Nope, yeah. not at all. Yeah, I this think guy he, never had a drug problem they, as far they, as I know. They did the drugs. They had party And next day, he's ready to wrestle. Like. You know what he did? He had fun. That's that's <laughs> it's like these people could have safe fun and it won't ruin their life, right? It's like that's why I asked if, they, if it felt abrupt because you expect the fall,
2: yeah. No, I, now that you like really pointed it out, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like the biggest thing that happened to him was like the passing of his mother,
1: yeah. And, I mean, that, that was, was kind of like that was heartbreaking for sure, yeah. and also like meeting his father and him like being unwavering. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Like it wasn't like the rejoiceful anything that it could have been, or any kind of forgiveness involved. Like, I mean, it sucks.
2: Cause, I mean, he's pretty much the child of an affair, so he's yeah. not part of the main family for his child father, of an affair so. from
1: a sex worker mom. You know, it's not it's not great from the start for sure.
2: Allegedly, sex worker mom. You know, I think
1: I think that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's heavily implied. Right. It's not like said outright, but yes. Um, I mean, that dress kind of says it all. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think that as a, as a jaded Americans, maybe we're disappointed because there is no fall. Uh, yeah, that might be it. Yeah.
2: Or, the, or there's no like, you know, rebound from the fall. Or Which like maybe the, the, the
1: true, the true um new thing about this biopic that we watched, Cassandra, the true, not just new maybe, but the, the fresh thing, the fresh take of this movie is that they chose a subject that didn't have a fall. Yeah. No, i don't know the real life i didn't look into it so i maybe he did have I have no idea i assume not i, don't know, I don't know um i, I feel like wrestling so right well so i mean i could have looked up the real character the real person and see like bullet point right How, what if anything happened after right but no i didn't do that so i am basing it off the movie overall but i, I figure like if 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 someone's life is anywhere near juicy enough to have a fall chapter let's say mm-hmm. A denouement of like going down from from rags to riches back to rags. Let's say maybe not that bad, but something like that. Um, Then there is no movie that makes a biopic about that person can't resist showing that, right? So again, I I, am curious as to um, as to uh, the real life stuff. See if there is anything just just to see, but it is it is it is a fresh way to do it because the subject matter. I mean, because like the point of this. His dream was the plot of the movie and nothing else. I'm not saying nothing else, right? There's a whole world happening around him. He has a lover and he has a trainer. That's his best friend and all that. But, um, and his mother and stuff, but like he, uh, but his dreams is the point of the movie. (coughs) Like it ends when he achieves his dreams. Right. And that's kind of cool. I mean, we shouldn't say no to a movie that ends in a happy ending, even if it's based on real life. I think we're just used to cynically to expect again the fall right Definitely. what does it say about us huh that we're disappointed when we'll see it. we are some we are some cynical <laughs> bastards anyway my point is is that i'm glad that we are self-aware enough to at least uh mention it and talk about that cynicism that we may have on this on the, on the on the on the on the lack of feelings of this movie but uh at the very least acknowledge the fact that a happy ending for a real person again biopic as much as we can understand what's real here um is uh, it should be a good thing and it should be more celebrated overall and again i think Al garcia knocks it out of the park i mean what do you think of his performance
2: it's it's amazing i right unrecognized you didn't fucking recognize. <laughs> fucking he was really good he sold me he he grasshopper on that fucking
1: cage though he was like hey, moving dude uh, how old is this guy? How's
2: he doing all those
1: movies? This guy's older than me and he's moving like a, like the fucking wind out there, you know? Jesus. the same. I don't think I can even get into the ring like he can. Nope, 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 you can't. I've seen you. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> seeing you now. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I would say a good movie. Um, uh, probably a better movie than we are giving credit for, but um, check it out. It is on Prime Video. It is Cassandro. Do you have any last thoughts on the movie? Cassandro. Cassandro. Check it out. See how you like it. Check
2: it yeah, out. Yeah, check it out. On Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a break when <laughs> we come back. Not on Amazon Prime, but the next film uh, completes our marathon, and it is what movie?
2: Spaceballs.
1: Wait, the toilet paper? The lunchbox. Is it the flamethrower? <laughs> right, stay with us.
2: A, a children's toy. <laughs> A star pilot for hire and his trusty sidekick must come to the rescue of a princess and save planet Troidia from the clutches of the evil Spaceballs. Directed by the one and only Mel Brooks. Starring the one and only Mel Brooks. Along with such legends as John Candy, Rick Moranis, Bill Pullman, Daphne Zuniga, let's see, Dick Van Patten, George Weiner. Michael mm-hmm. Winslow, Joan Rivers, well, the voice of Joan Rivers. It counts, yes. And she some other people, it, right? No, it's just a voice. Oh, okay.
1: For some reason, I thought she was nuts. An okay. All
2: right.
1: Spaceballs,
2: not on Amazon Prime. <laughs> no, not this one. All right. So, came out in 1987, the year of my birth. And this oh man. And just like me, it has aged beautifully.
1: <laughs> and just like you, I have uh, contention on that statement. Oh, lord! <laughs> All right, obviously, this
2: is our the last pick for our marathon of parodies.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: a great one to go on, I think. So, I think this is probably like the first parody I've ever seen in my life.
1: That's probably true. Yeah.
2: I mean, considering when it came out, yeah. So, all right. Obviously, uh, one of my favorite uh, Mel Brooks movies of all time, probably because I also really loved Star Wars at the time, and because
1: I'm not a Trekkie. Well, first of all, you are Trekkie, as we discussed in Galaxy Quest, and secondly. um how um, are you not any more a Star Wars fan? You said you were a Star Wars fan. You mean you're not oh anymore? when I was a yes.
2: child, you know. Mm-hmm. When I first saw this movie, all I knew was like really Star Wars. So then I saw this and okay. I was like, oh okay, I kinda get it. Like it's like Star Wars, but it's not. It's like a funnier version of Star Wars. Right. Okay. I like this. So mm-hmm. I I discovered parodies I'm sure.
1: Do you know how old you were by any chance?
2: Uh negative.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, if you were to guess, like in the before ten, after ten.
2: This would have probably been before fourth grade, I think. Okay. So, what
0: whatever that, that happens. I don't know. I don't know why he said Okay. Uh, weren't, you actually, only speak, weren't you only speaking in Polish, then?
2: No. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened before I met you. So.
2: Yeah. So, before I met you, yeah. I only knew one language. And it was I, don't in I don't know. I don't know. All right. <clears throat> Obviously, a uh, uh, great movie, and I did realize I did actually pick two like sci-fi movies. as my parodies, mm-hmm. it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, not really. Show how much show a you are. I mean, right. you know, it tries to your character.
0: This is the throw. This is the red herring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. right,
1: right. That's
0: not
2: bad, gentlemen. So, what are your takes on this movie? I'm going to go with Ralph since he wasn't here for the last segment.
1: Also, welcome back, Rob, to the last episode. Yes, segment we, of the show. we
0: missed you. Thank you. Um, I mean, yeah, this is a classic. This is a classic. I, th- I think I saw this around '95, probably my first time, if I remember correctly, give or take. Um, I remember liking it because I remember it just being so fucking weird. Um, but I also don't, I would say I remember this more closer to like. After high school, when I watched it, I appreciated the movie more. I've seen this movie at least ten times for sure. Oh yeah, double. Um, and that's like on the low end number, probably. I mean, that I can remember fully ten times. Um, but yeah, this is a fucking classic movie. Uh, it is one of those few, one of those like probably starter movies that I've seen as a parody. Probably my first parody could be. I can't. I can't be honest with you with that. So I used to watch with whatever Oscar was putting on TV. Oof, so porcelain. I did rule the control back then. <laughs> And, oh, right, we would, and he loves right. me for it. Trust me, yeah, I'm sure. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I I appreciate it more now. Like, especially, well, it's a little bittersweet, right? Because now it's like I still like it because of all the references, and especially like as I progressively watch more movies or as I watch more things, just like the meta ness of it, or just like the the high quality jokes that there's on in there. Um, but what I will say is uh, during this watch. Uh, Leo watched the second half of the movie with me because I told him he could not watch, use his iPad anymore for the day. And uh, right. he was like, Well, there's something on TV. And I was like, Well, you're stuck watching this. And he was very confused. I was like, what's, what's going on? And I was like, This is a parody. And I was just making fun of movies. And he was like, Oh, okay. And then he was like, And then he saw, he got to the point, he got to the very, like, almost, he got to the point where, uh, uh, Mega Bade switches over. You mm-hmm. um, going from, from suck so, to blow. Okay. Yeah. So like the, the whole transformation thing, and uh, how it makes fun of like uh, like uh, Power Rangers or whatever, the getting into a Megazord kind of thing, you know, like thing going on or Zoids or whatever the yeah. hell it's making fun of, and then it's um, and uh, how it makes fun of Planet or how it references Planet of the Apes later, how it references um, what's it called the. Uh, Well, he was like, why is there a zoo in there? You know, like, why is there a circus? Why is there a – and I was like, the ship is so big that it it has an ecosystem, the fact that it has a circus in it, right? And uh, all of these things, right? And I was explaining to him. And just, like, all of these, like, jokes and I'm explaining to him, and then he gets to the part where he sees the alien dancing, and he's like, what is going on? He's, like, so, like – he's so confused, and it's so great. And I showed him the video where it came from. You know, because the guy says, oh, no, not again. And it's actually him. It's <laughs> actually like, the actor, right? Uh,
1: see, okay, uh, hello, my I baby. Hello, my yeah, darling. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm gal. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. Actually, I didn't know that that was the same actor. I assumed it was. John, that's John Hurt.
0: Hurt. Yeah, that's, that's John Hurt. Hurt. Okay. Yeah, John Hurt plays himself in the movie. Yeah, a weekend and, off. He's like, yeah, I'll do a bit. <laughs> right, right. And it's just a bit. And, yeah. and it's so funny. I just, It's like little things like that, you know? The idea and that he just, would like... Survive yeah. it and go through it. Well, then I'm explaining. Then I went back to show him, like, like because the, the the betterness of the movie itself, of like they know that they're recording because they keep mentioning of the 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 Navy King of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they kill one of the, like, stuntmen or whatever. The, the stunt doubles are there. They capture the stunt double. All those things that he's seeing, and he's just like, wait, how? Huh? He's so – like, he's so confused, and I'm explaining it to him. And then he's like, oh, that makes sense now. He goes, okay, that's funny. Like, And I'm like, but he's not laughing, of course, because he didn't get it's it. A, it's a
1: good stepping stone to him eventually watching Adaptation, right? Or the player, right? <laughs> right,
0: right. Stuff like that, for sure. Right. And it was interesting. It was really cool for me to, like, be able to show him that. And, oh, like, ex- and I, I literally just went to YouTube and just started watching, like, showing him clips of, like, this is where this is from this is where that is from this is where this is from and I I love like the fact that we're in that era where we could I mean we've been in that era for a while now but that I could just do that I mean I didn't have that I had to watch all these other movies before or not get the reference and then eventually get the reference because I eventually saw those movies you know, like I mean, there's no way of, I
1: didn't try to help you along the way, right? Like, sure, oh, but, yeah. Or,
0: no, I mean, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, by the time I, I just couldn't show like, you a YouTube clip. That's all. Right, the What I'm saying, but <laughs> I couldn't get, I couldn't watch that. Vid- I I couldn't like have access to that movie. Eventually, I had enough of a library to be like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's this, and that's really cool for me because I'd be able to watch those things. But I had to make those like connections by doing my own work on that. You know, or eventually watching the source material. Um, and it is one of those movies that it's, it's just like, it's, it works on those so many levels. That's why the movie so good. Um, again, that's just, it was, it was a fun watch for me. It's actually, especially the second half. Yeah. Cause it's totally about, I mean, it's, at this point, it's totally like a background movie for me because I've seen it so many times that I can quote so many parts of it. You know,
2: it's funny how a lot of these parts come back to you.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I had a great viewing, especially the second half. Cause I get to explain to my son, like all these things. And, uh, I think he would be totally like, especially if I started showing him like now that he's getting older, he's wants to watch horror movies or he likes horror the genre itself. Um, st- start showing him like Alien and Aliens and stuff like that, and you know, work work our way around like thriller horror movies. You know? Should make you
1: a list or something. Uh progressively.
0: You're more than welcome to come over, whatever you want, and just start watching movies with the kid.
2: Now, are you going to have him watch the first half of the movie eventually?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think this is the type of movie like. Maybe once he's... Like, three, three, four years, he can watch this again? When he's got a better, like, sense of other movies? When he's seen Planet of the Apes? Wait. Right. Well, no, not actually. More no, original, The no, original Planet of the Apes. But, yeah. Well, oh, no, yeah, it's an adventure. No? Uh, dual it's he wants special effects. Clip of where, I did show him that clip of where they find the statue of the
1: Oh, you actually... Show, okay, wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you ruined the ending for him, so...
0: That's <laughs> yeah, okay. He was going to ruin He'll, it so funny he'll anyway. forget...
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's right. He'll forget, right? There's no Sonic in this, so why remember it? Um, Right. uh, uh, Well, I mean, uh, I don't love being this person on the review, but I also, it's the truth, don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I don't think this movie holds up over the ages at all. (laughs) You know? Um, It's funny because uh, I spent... This weekend, in different conversations with different people about different things, not just movies. But movies are obviously a, a component. Um, and I found myself discussing things in terms of nostalgia a lot, right? And that mm-hmm. usually for years now, maybe over 10 years at least, I want to say, because, you know, my memory is hazy. It's hard to remember things when things started for me. I I dropped nostalgia. I don't care about nostalgia. I never I I don't care that they brought the Mighty Ducks back. I don't care that there's more karate kids. I don't care that they're mining my childhood for more content. Just to have me say, Oh my god, they actually got those actors as adults and this you know, I I don't care, you know? Like yeah. it doesn't I've seen some of that stuff. And yes, yeah, some of that stuff worked. Works in general, right? Uh and and but uh, a lot of it doesn't. And, and again, if it didn't if it didn't work or it did work, that's great. But I'm holding it on the merit of the new thing and not anything based on my love for the old movies. Right. That's how I usually am. Except for this weekend, like I said, a lot of discussions about me holding on to things, on, you know, like in a nostalgic way that a lot of people do. And I feel like this movie is one of those prime examples of my early, early ages. You know, like from when I first saw this movie in uh, as a preteen or maybe younger, probably younger, um, to all the way to like the end of high school. Like that was the primest time. That was the, the, the period of time where I loved the movie the most, right? Spaceballs was watched often and quoted a lot. And As even I should, didn't know but, all the references. You know, even I don't know all the shit. That
2: oh, I, don't I mean, know. I didn't know valium until like years later and i was like oh i get now i know what valium is yeah prince valium
1: right 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 um and you know like i know this stuff so many things i i can't i can't tell you what which references i didn't know at the time or anything but um but i still loved it i love the metalness my, the metalness is my favorite component probably and i had a favorite character and i had a favorite song and i had what, a favorite barf uh, well yeah at first it was barf i think i think i go through a cycle of several of them at first it's barf and then it's uh, uh what's your name the robot what's her name i'm sorry um the robot the, matrix. Uh, that matrix Matrix, thank you and uh and then it's uh lone ranger and then it's um uh, rick moranis because i love rick moranis's reactions to everything he's like as a, as a performance i love his i love his style love like his star well, yeah, lone, that's, No, He's Lone Star lone is... Ranger. Did I say Lone Ranger? Right, yeah. Buddy. You know what I meant. Um, I was thinking Texas, too, which is Lone Star State, of course. Um, and, uh, like, I have all these things, and I still love a lot of things in the movie. And, again, I agree with Ralph The metal is, like, the genius of this movie, I think. Like, per, you know, like, prepare start forwarding, start forwarding, you know, reversing, start reversing. Like, that whole back... That back and forth of... Uh, uh, rewinding the tape footage of the movie you just watched or yeah. you're watching. Yeah, yeah. That is like, I mean, that was the first time I've ever seen anything like that. I'm not saying it's the first time i ever done in cinema. I don't want to say that. I don't know if it's true or not. But it felt very original for me and that was a, a great bit. And there were many like them. Like the double, the sun double was also just as fun a, yeah. as uh, as like a lot of things. A lot of them are throwaway. Some of them are important. Some are not. It's like, and that's the thing about this movie. Um, And that what makes it kind of spoof in a bad way is that it's like they're throwing a whole spaghetti against the wall and not all of it is going to stick to the wall because they're throwing Uh, all of it at once. They're just throwing all these things on the wall, at the wall. And some of it is subversive. Some of it's genius in a way. Some of it are just like, like dick and fart jokes. And they don't age well, in my opinion. And I feel like there are slogs in this movie. That makes it harder for me to like do anything but background watch it, which is not good if I want to watch it, you know, like a, like I'm paying attention to it the, and then review it, you know? Um, oh, in general, like in general, like if we want to enjoy something, um, yes, we, I have the memory of Spaceballs, but if I ever want to enjoy it again, ideally you would, I would sit down and watch it and not be on my phone the whole time, right? But like, or, or clean something while I'm watching it. I can't always do that for everything and either i'm giving the thing it's due or not and i couldn't it's just it's hard for me because again this movie is so sloggy for me as far as the stuff that doesn't age well which is a lot of the the dumb kind of jokes and the the weird pacing of it like it's doing star wars not because it makes sense to what they're doing again they're not really making sense here doesn't nothing makes sense in this movie really but like they're doing it just because they're mimicking Star Wars. So, this scene only exists because they want to mimic Star Wars, not because it's a good scene full of great bits. You know, I feel, I feel like they edited it down to the great bits that they loved um, from the screenplay to, to the filming. Uh, the movie obviously might be wholly different, shorter. I don't know what it would be, but like it wouldn't have so much, like, against spaghetti on the floor and not on the wall. But, like, I don't know. That's just how I feel. What do you guys think no, about no. that?
2: My spaghetti is pretty much on the wall with this movie.
1: But you get what I mean, right? They're just throwing everything at this movie, right? They're just throwing all these sorts of gags and jokes everywhere. Yeah, like
0: that's a what mile. like I
1: mean. it. That's, that's why I, you
0: like it. That's why I continue to like it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to push back on you here. So, like, I yeah, think you should. And, yeah, that's what I'm doing it. I think I don't disagree with you when it comes to like they totally go for the jokes for the editor for they they pick their but there's a lot of it there is a lot of stuff and there's a lot of stuff also that is cringe that now, especially now. Oh that um, too, yeah. That doesn't that doesn't that doesn't sit well, right? But I think with the overall movie and especially it's just pronounced, especially the last two times I've watched it, which is um the, it is the the big fact of the movie is making fun of making movies like this, right? Being meta in making movies of this like, oh, we're going to be inclusive that we all know we're making a movie. The audience knows we're making a movie, right? And we're just having fun. But the the people or the the crew is part of the movie as well because the crew guy dies, right? He gets hit with one of the, the Schwartz sabers, right? And, um, and then we have the rewinding and then we have the, you know, a bunch of stuff that's going on, right, during the movie. And then the other meta-ness of it, right, is like, especially with yogurt just wanting to like make money off of the movie and really and it's kind of like making fun of like star wars and what star wars is selling out of just like making making money off of the off of its people right that's where the real money is and i think that's like the overall not to say theme but the overall like big topic that's always brought back right besides actual star wars but it's making fun of star wars so it, it is overall like kind of in combination with both. So, and I feel like when you see it that way, which is how I see the movie, especially, like I said, the last like two, two, three times now, I, I feel like the movie really is pushing on like, where like, yeah, st- this is, this is, we're making fun of Star Wars. We're obviously using this, but really what we want to make is the ton of money like Star Wars did on all this on all this side product right especially yeah. when you hear about it now in the future like or the future so from the movie came out right in the current times where you see all these documentaries and you see all these things about like how much um, money what's his name made off of the royalties from all the collect from all the toys yeah. um george lucas i couldn't think of his name jesus christ uh george lucas how much money he made off of like he made like nothing from the movies but he made all the money on merchandising right um and all of these things right so and it's Right, the, love the, that scene, pers- the toilet paper, the flamethrower, yeah, right, right, the flamethrower, really. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's just like little things like that where you see when you when you I think that's the overall what the movie really wants to push uh, more than anything else. But again, don't get me wrong; they obviously work a lot into like these these gags and these other jokes, right? Um, but I looking at it from that angle, I think the movie still because it is the overall like thing um in the movie that's there that's always being repeated that's always being shown um is like the overall tone of the movie and everything else is just like well yeah we're just obviously we're making fun of everything else so it is but it does take like again i don't disagree with you when it comes to at this point it is a background movie for me right um because i've seen it so many times and it is a lot of those jokes that also some of the jokes don't land um not everything but i feel like some of the jokes don't land and i feel some of them are just are very much just like just they are to be raunchy. Raunchy to be raunchy, and this is a PG movie, <laughs> which I love because it's a, like totally eighties movie, right? <laughs> it's an eighties movie, a PG movie. They're swearing, it's probably a sure. PG thirteen now. They're swearing like it's just it's just funny, funny like PG thirteen easily, right? If not, maybe a little bit more, right? Just the way they're saying. Stuff. I'm surrounded
1: by assholes, right?
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> Things like um, that.
1: I, I can see to that point, Ralph, and I agree with you, and you're not wrong at all. And I feel like. um part of the reason why Don't Be a Menace was a, a bigger bomb for me emotionally or not emotionally as a cinema watcher, right? As, a, you know, as an enjoy, as trying to enjoy something. Sure. I, um, I think I can probably easily attribute that the difference between that and Spaceballs and they're both similar. A mile a minute jokes, left and right, constantly, yeah. a lot of gags, a lot of like dumb gags, a lot of stuff that doesn't age well, didn't age well, hasn't aged well at all, right? Very similar in those ways. Very different movies, of course, but Similar in those ways, um, is that uh, is that this one um, I would say has does its message better, and yeah. and it's the only movie of the two that's nostalgic, or that even remotely taps into nostalgia for me. Whereas, don't be a menace doesn't.
0: Yeah, no, you know. I I would agree with you there. There is something that in don't even with the uh, message thing right um and don't be a menace that's that's there that's obviously like trying to push what it's doing it's just not enough in comparison to this movie i would agree with you there it is wonder, in, in comparison to the two movies this one has obviously way longer lasting power i um, wonder
1: how many yeah especially since we're still getting you know star wars property stuff all the time um, yeah. i wonder how many people back then in 87 believed or thought the same thing that Spaceball is saying about Star Wars franchise selling out and all this shit? How many people thought the same thing? Uh, Because if the number is low, which I imagine it is, because it's definitely not remembered that way. The original trilogy is pretty much hailed, or it's ignored entirely by a younger audience that hasn't watched it because they don't give a shit. They just want to see the new trilogy. Their trilogy is the prequels, right? Or whatever. Or, God forbid, the other one. Um, one. And... um, the sequel you sorry, and uh, I feel like um, I feel like if the answer is a lot, then obviously a lot of people thought that back then, and they forgot about it over the last over the next thirty years, right? Nope, and that's fine. But if people didn't think that, then this movie is a lot more prescient than I thought it would, because definitely Star Wars has completely sold out by now. Obviously, not by George Lucas, although he did do that too. Um, but Disney did a far worse version. Of, of, on a grander scale, right? Um, and it's funny because, again, if people didn't think that of the original beloved trilogy of Star Wars, of selling out in the way that it did, um, then this movie really called this, the, the, the Star Wars franchise's bluff because they did sell out 100%. Yeah.
0: In many ways. It, it is interesting, right? It also is, I feel like it's a little bit of inside baseball. Maybe maybe not. Again, I wasn't born in the 80s, right? Or, 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 I wasn't. And I was born in the eighties, but after you weren't Louis an adult out, in the
1: eighties. We I
0: wasn't adult in the eighties. That's yeah. the big deal, right? <laughs> yeah. So the the the, the inside baseball part is: what does Mel Brooks know that the audience doesn't know, right? The, he he probably knows a lot of what George Lucas ended up getting or making and doing all these things for space, for space uh, for his, I mean, yeah, like, he was. Star Wars. I mean, he
1: was already a complete legend by the time right. he yeah. This is like his psycho. Where, like, right. a the track, did Psycho, after already having done all these amazing movies that he loved, was already. Right. right.
0: So for him, it's like for him making this movie and he's kind of like almost maybe letting the audience know, like, hey, guys, your beloved franchise just comes down to merchandising, just comes down to doing all these things, just comes mm-hmm. down to really that's where the money came from. Not from you guys watching these movies, right? And while I'm at it, I'm going to make fun of your movies, you know, like. In a certain in a in a weird way, and it could be something just showing off, and it's like, yeah, like if all he did was sell out by doing that, right? And that's really what he was doing at the time, because we don't get Phantom Menace till 2000, till 13 years later.
1: Ninety nine, um, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was ninety nine. My apologies. So I totally might be
1: wrong. wrong, but maybe you're right.
0: No, I think you were right. I think it was ninety nine to two thousand. Yeah.
1: Dude, I remember how, like, how that movie was big. I remember the, I remember, the, I remember the, like,
0: like the year leading up to it. How like so how many huge that trailer? So many, man, was so badass. Up, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and uh, so okay. Um, what do you think of any of that, Luke? I'm sorry, we've been leaving you out.
2: <clears throat> Never crossed my mind. The whole merchandising mm-hmm. thing. I just thought it was a funny ja- gag.
1: Not surprised at all, but. So. You know, I, I didn't I think of I've that the first 20 like, times I saw this movie either, to be fair.
0: Yeah.
1: I didn't oh. think of that either. I mean, but if we're going to review it critically, I'm going to try to find no,
0: And that's honestly, I agree with you as well. I don't, I didn't think about that. I, that it has, that's, why it has to, that's why I say it, like the last two, three times really, really it's when it became more pronounced to me. And, and it's just watching it through the lens of just reviewing movies and stuff.
1: Well, I was going to um, say, yeah, that should, help, that, right. Doing this all the time, well, not all the time, but over 10 years now, we really should be. Hopefully and, and that's
0: the only reason i see it that way now really now but before right. it was just like a, a parody movie no, right I, I think
2: you know things like how pizza the hut still looks and like that's so gross close. i see that as gross it now it's so gross oh my god it was It was funny gross. Before, but that was it was always gross oh no, no, leo no, no. saw it.
1: he was like that's <laughs> disgusting that's <laughs> disgusting <Yeah. laughs> yeah. i was getting <laughs> constipated <laughs> looking at
2: him i was Then like harper yeah the, the funny thing is, like uh, the, the Rick Moranis gigantic helmet, and he's got yeah. a fucking tie
1: A tie that looks like balls. Yeah, mm-hmm. Perfect.
2: And, and like, just that stuff. That's that's what I always remember about space balls. That's the funny part. That's why I keep going back.
1: That's yeah, I'm c- for, you know, I go back for the meta jokes for sure, and I don't go. Back yeah, be true. Yeah.
2: Our question: How many people would get that like chew your gum reference today with the twins?
1: Nobody, oh, very little people. Very few. Very people. Little and little I not mean very few because we're not that old in reality. But um, not many people. It's less and less for sure. Less and less. Every day is less and less people. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's called a dated joke. That's what we call dated. Yeah. Know.
0: It's, you know, when you say a I joke. I don't even remember the commercial. That's reference. how old that yeah, is. I, the, when you make a reference and then no one gets your reference, it's dated. That's what it is. You're dating okay. yourself.
1: Yeah. And I don't mean with your right hand. you know, Or left. Um, Right, or sorry, you are right. All you're the open floors, open <laughs> <arms> right now, <laughs> or the um, perfect stranger. <laughs> yeah, which could be also you are right. By the way, um, <laughs> nah, that's just a stranger. So, uh, what do we think of? This is a good opportunity to talk about Mel Brooks a little bit. Uh, what is your favorite Mel Brooks movie? Is it Spaceballs? <sighs> I understand it's everyone's first, including mine. It's my first Mel Brooks too. Oh
2: man,
1: Star Wars was so big that Spaceballs is still my number. It's probably the most popular movie, probably. You know? I mean... Like, Young Frankenstein, though. Yes, yeah, that's a
2: good that's one. But...
1: Like, that's like a... Rewatch that movie. That that one holds up a lot better, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, see, I've never been that big of a fan of Young Frankenstein. I should rewatch it, because it's been many years.
1: The stuff that he's deconstructing oh there is, I think, uh harder feat, and I think he succeeds even better.
0: Yeah, maybe. I would yeah, say so. I, I would say... For sure, my earlier years, like I would say Spaceballs was there and Blazing Saddles. But honestly, I think my favorite movie right now would be Robin Hood by the Tights. Hmm. I like that one a lot.
1: Which is the 90s one, right? 90s movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. 93. Um, I would say that would be his, directing wise, obviously. Um, right. He's been involved in many things. So. Yeah.
1: What about A Thousand Year Old Man? Anyone? Or History of the World Part One?
2: That's a good. Way, but That's I, a good one. I don't know. a Thousand-year-old man. What the hell is that?
1: Okay. He directed it. Yep.
2: I'm not seeing that in his IMDb credits.
1: It's what? Did I get it wrong? <coughs> Am I, hmm. It's not three thousand-year-old man, is it? No, there's nothing like that. In... Dude, it's there. Trust me.
2: I'm looking at it. When did this movie come out?
1: Ah, uh, I mean, he's old as fuck. Dude, it came out. I don't know when. He only has eleven directing credits.
0: It's the 2,000-year-old man. 2,000, my bad, 2,000. See? I figured it out. That's a writer, though. Just Oh, you only voted? Yeah.
1: You only voted? Oh, okay. Hmm. Did not know that. Aha. TV movie, right? Yeah.
2: So I'm looking at this thing. I, honestly, I think Spaceballs, it would be my number one. Probably followed by Ben and Tights.
0: What about Dracula, Dead and Loving It? I haven't seen that in years. I, I wanna year. say like early two thousands years, like I like think I maybe I've seen still it high school. Once. Like.
1: Oh, High Anxiety Oh, but Silent Movie Guys Come I on. saw Silent Movie. I haven't I seen saw. Silent Movie. Also That was, was really movie. good. I really like that. But uh that's been a long time too. But though, I think so. I
2: forgot most of that one.
1: Yeah, I definitely forgot most of it. I remember really liking it a lot though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the movies I for sure saw the most were Blazing he d- Saddles. He created Get Smart though, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Spaceballs: History of the World. Oh, park right, the park. producers, guys, right? Robin Jordan, know. And, and then the producers—I have only seen the producers like twice. So,
1: the original or the remake or the, remake? the original? Well, the
0: Mel Brooks one.
1: So, but uh, have you ever seen have you seen the remake by chance?
0: I have not seen the remake. I fell asleep through. So. Oh,
1: yeah. I was just curious. It's not bad. Uh, I like the original for sure. It's a really good nifty idea. <laughs> really cool, cool. Um, yeah, cool way to get to from rags to riches by pretending to go to riches to rags right right um, but then I
0: get Jim Wilder's great so I don't know well
1: that's the thing It's Jim Wilder work is young Frankenstein right And this movie. like it's just, just like it really helps that he has these like the yeah. people he's working with right In yeah for sure things. yeah for sure
0: yeah the right people for sure yeah.
1: mm-hmm. uh Man, uh, how much do you guys, every time I watch uh, Rick Moranis in a movie, uh, granted an old movie because he doesn't act anymore, I yeah. miss him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I've been ready to watch uh, Little Shop of Horrors.
1: Um, mm-hmm. So, Or I Honey, I Blew it. Up the Kids. or uh, Yeah, Little I haven't Child seen that franchise in a while. But There's three, right? I'm say? Or Little, more. Gi- Little Giants, right?
0: Little Giants. Little
1: Giants. Was that him? Yeah, right?
0: I'm pretty sure that's him. I
1: haven't seen that in forever. Damn, he's 70 years old now. Yeah. He yeah. quit acting to be with his family. That's what Yeah, he did. which
0: is very admirable.
1: Yeah, he's so, I mean, I, I mean, I can't blame him whatsoever.
0: Which just sucks because I always thought, I'm like, what happened to Rick Moranis? And then I nobody said me. anything. And right. I'm like, oh, he did something just like very admirable just to go spend time with his family. That's great. Yeah. Can't yeah. knock him for here. Every time I hear that, I'm like, that's awesome. Good for that.
1: And he's Canadian, so that's something. Yeah, that's probably successful. why he did
0: it.
2: Uh, well, no, because didn't his wife die? And he's like, oh, I'm going to spend time with the kids or something.
1: I don't know why. I just I know that that, he, that was it. He left to be with his family. I know that that's true. I don't know the extent of why he went there. Um. Yeah, obviously John Candy is classic, you know. But I wouldn't put this movie in John Candy's top ten movies performances either. You know, oh, personally, no, no. you know, probably no. not.
2: But it's still, good to see John Candy and. Dude, yeah, is better?
1: Candy I mean, trains, you know. Uh, as a mog, meeples,
0: man, as as a Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm my own best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That was funny. That's a funny line. I'm my own best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> pizza oh,
2: Hut. What was that Pizza the Hut one? rock you say it all the time. What? Uh, pizza Hut. We like take a call it off for
0: you. Oh, that's the uh, the lieutenant uh, or whatever. Yeah. Like he goes. Uh, or well, what does he says? Uh, or else pizza is gonna go out. Or uh, yeah, and out for you. Good. Yeah, this now I'll go out. I gotta look at the uh-huh. quote. Now I'm lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
2: when you're right, you're right, and you you're always right.
0: Classic,
2: yeah. yeah, classic one-liners. Yeah,
1: well, some of those are work. Some of those still work. Um, are I I, still say some like, I I just find it that it's um. Like from the heights of my love for this movie, which is at my most, you know, juvenile times. Um, I just like I just I I find it hard to find this movie.
2: You're in your as enjoyable old man phase. It's okay.
1: No, as enjoyable. You just don't grow up. That's your problem, which is entirely <laughs> just your problem.
2: Some of us don't have to.
1: Yeah, you that's a problem. That's not a good thing. Everything you're saying is really not good, but that is your and your therapist's problem to solve. Yeah. Um,
2: putting this. I, know, I know you don't have one.
1: You're gonna have to eventually, I think. I think the state will make you at some point. Anyway. Um but you know, I'm fine with that. Like, you know, what's what I'd rather be I'd rather be seen as curmudgy for not liking this movie or not loving the movie like I used to uh, for the reasons we discussed already, then the opposite way, for sure. Uh, sure. For loving this movie in ways that I don't understand, you know. Um, like I said, whatever. And, like, I feel like, you know, we've also, like, this is one of those, uh, it's not, a, it's not it's a classic for sure. But Spaceballs is by far not even the the first hundredth spoof movie made in Hollywood. But it is one of the big ones from our generation or technically our, the before our parents generation because that's when that's who it was that's who the audience was for for our parents generation. Mm-hmm. And seeing the um the effects of uh you know of the inspiration that this movie caused in other spoofs or non spoofs even comedies in general that have made good strides and bad strides or a lot of them were inspired by this movie and we can't deny its power for that either and I, i'm not going to put that uh, i'm not going to say that the movie doesn't do that because the movie clearly does do that okay and mel brooks in general also so you know the signs are there right we see that in in, in movies that i think do this kind of thing even better because we've learned right i think i feel like mm-hmm. that. Like I feel like they came together works better because of the strength of a lot of movies like this, not just.
0: Oh yeah, right? for, you sure. know mm-hmm.
1: Um. Anyway, anything else you got to talk about in Spaceballs? Ah, uh, look, we barely talked about the plot at all. which we, actually we haven't at all. Not that we have to. Yeah. I'm just saying we didn't talk um,
2: about The only thing is, like, I only felt like it really relies too heavily on Star Wars and just dabbles in throw like you know the little aliens reference or planet of the apes not a lot of other things Hmm. but
0: that's okay
1: i think this movie was made today they would have a lot more to
0: yeah right yeah you can stick with star wars the whole time you never have to venture out
1: i mean star wars and um close encounters and et were the and I guess Blade Runner, in a way, but that's not that's not much space well, stuff. Anyway, but all the in Star thing. Trek, the, they they start they pioneered the filming in space or right. adventures in sci fi and stuff like that. Sci fi was relatively new, you know. It's, it's a new idea, newish idea. Anyway, um, all right. Any yep. last things on space balls, guys? Um, go see it.
0: <laughs> Tell them, Vinny.
1: Okay. So, that is it for our review of Spaceballs, and that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Please do not forget that we come out every other Wednesday. Next time, Ralph here is going to pick the movies for us. That's why we brought him in for the last segment, so we make sure he picks his movies. That's right. That's not really why. He just couldn't make it to the ones. Anyway, nope. uh,
0: what are those movies, Rob? All right, so our movies are going to be Martin Scorsese's newest film, Killers of the Flower Moon. Which I can consider
1: as two movies, by the way.
0: Only a three-hour and 26-minute movie, according to IMDb. Mm -hmm. Um, That that is an intermission. The next movie we're going to watch is Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. cannot think of a more opposite movie. I know. Killers of the Flower Moon than... FNF, for those people who can't say Five Nights at Freddy's. Who can't say that? Kids. Fuck them kids. Uh, <laughs> FNAF. And, uh, yeah. And since we're no longer doing anything for Marathon right now, we're just picking more movies, and it's October, and we got to keep going with the horror, me and Oscar at least, because Luke sucks. We are watching uh, Night of the Hunted. Is that on Amazon Prime? No. nope. It's, Shutter it's
1: on Shudder. We're, fu- we're saying fuck you to Prime. For the next one. And honestly, sure. I might too. unless
0: if Prime buys one of these movies that I don't know about. Right. So until until now. Two of them no, are. No, I here. think it's exclusive on Shudder, but I could be
1: wrong. Anyway, it's a new movie. It's on Shudder, Night of the Night of the Hunter, right? Hunted. Sorry, Night of the Hunter.
0: Night hunted. of the Hunted, yes.
1: Sorry, Night of the Hunter is a completely different movie from the fifties. Anyway. Um those night the or movies. What? Say which night? night is it? Oh my Knight God. or Kinite. The one that sounds right. Ooh. Damn. Oh, no. You got fucked up, didn't you? I just fucked you up. Um all right, those are the movies. Uh until next time everyone, I am Oscar.
2: And Luke.
1: And Ralph. See you bitches later.
2: Why? Coffee and pie.
1: Coffee and pie, oh my.
2: You didn't hear it from me.